we bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now i'm very hungry hey ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist Need the need for speed. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of shake and then fake. Shake it back. It's alive. 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 It's Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show, 88.5 JFM. Seth, as you will notice, is away at church camp. (laughs) <laughs> He's at church camp. He is. So he is surrounded right now by middle school boys that have nothing but Axe body spray <laughs> as a cover for just their normal everyday smell. So <laughs> we will be joined in just a minute by Robert Eckes from Connect Church. I hope I said that last name correct. We'll you get did. him in here in just a minute. It. We'll double check. And then, of course, the one and only... The Willy Wonka of radio, Steven Spiegel. Hey, how's everybody doing today? You know what? We got a great show lined up. We got this kid from DAR. His name is uh, Nick Harden. And this kid, I actually got to go to his signing, his college signing, back a couple months ago. I've got video from that, and we're going to hear from him. He's going to be in studio today uh, at 3.30. So really looking forward to it. You know, we have a good history, I'll say, of kids from DAR. (laughs) Like, that's always... A good show that's always a good time. I'm excited to have Nick on the show with us today. So let's go right now. We start every show like this with memes of the week. Yeah, have you seen this trend lately? It's been oh. all over TikTok. Oh have you tried gosh. it yet? I'm. Not, is it good? I haven't tried it. I've I don't know trend. if I could try it. Uh, on TikTok, everybody's talking right. about mustard on watermelon. What do you think about that? How, how does that register in your brain? I feel like that's something that happens in Russia. <laughs> and here in America, that shouldn't happen. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one of those Russian <laughs> phrases in Mother Russia. You don't eat watermelon, watermelon eats you, that kind of thing. You know? Mother Russia! <laughs> um, but it's funny because we, we have a picture of this guy eating watermelon with mustard on it. Mm-hmm. And then we have a picture of God looking down and with a question mark saying, Noah? And the next picture is, get the boat. Get the boat. Get it ready. Oh, that's so good. It's like we need a reset. That's so good. I'm with that. This second one, man, this is a giant. And it looks like he's somewhere overseas. It looks like he's at a McDonald's. 
But it's grown up me swinging by the nursery to ask for goldfish <laughs> snacks. This guy looks like he's about eight foot nine. <laughs> it does. Like, and the lady taking the order is not eight foot nine. I can just hear. Know, I can hear her saying, "Hello, how are you? What you like today?" Kind of thing. <laughs> like when you go into a nail salon, yes. you know that that voice. But yeah, go ahead. And but you know this could be a little bit of a camera angle thing like you know the fishermen that hold the fish way out here oh you yeah. know uh-huh. it, so it could be a little bit of a camera angle that depth of field but thing. that dude that's a big dude it really is that's a big dude i would call him goliath yeah he's goliath yes <laughs> <laughs> all right not really how i imagined the second coming all right so we have we have on our phone right here the Uber notification that says Jesus is now arriving in a Honda Accord. <laughs> it might be pronounced Jesus. Look, could be. It's probably Jesus, but for our purposes right now, Jesus just showed up in a Honda Accord. There you go. Hey, I you, don't think that's in Revelation. you got to be ready. That's probably in second hesitation. The Accord is in the Bible. An Odyssey is in there. The Accord is one mind and one Accord. Yes. Right? One so Accord. It's all biblical. So yeah. I don't think it was meant to be put together not that Not a way. Honda. You know, I don't know if this lady's biblical or not. Judge Judy? Really? Says, <laughs> all right, there's a guy that said, um, well, <laughs> imagine you're in this situation, and we can kind of relate with this, uh, being youth pastors in here. Yes, this so happens a lot. you've got kids who are on youth camp, and they feel like God is telling them, I'm meant to be with this girl. You know, and Judge Judy, she's got this look on her face. Like, if that's what God told you, if you were the trophy at the end of my race, I would walk backwards. Oh, my God. It's like, no. She's saying no. I feel like I just see guys at youth camp, and I just see it coming a mile away. (laughs) But yet, I'm the type of person that I just let the rejection happen. Yeah. You know, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead, man. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, Robert, get in the microphone, man. Let's talk about this next one. This is a facial hair oh thing. I hope this does not become a trend oh because the mullet is back. They're calling it the hawk cut now. But this thing, this is wrong. This is an, I would call it an abomination. What do you think about this? I don't know what to do. Yeah? That's Yeah. Gotcha. So explain what you're seeing here. What? How exactly is this <laughs> this hair pattern uh, arranged explain on this face? Explain what you see. Yeah. What do you call it? You know, it doesn't have a name. It doesn't have a name. What would you name it? Let's call it the oval. (laughs) The oval. The oval cut. Uh huh. So basically, it's a strip of hair. I think the only thing that would make this better is if the guy had a unibrow. Oh my god. (laughs) And maybe connected from the like the temple all the way across. The guy, the guy, (laughs) upper right hand corner. Uh huh. Those are some straight lines. (laughs) Like how how that man like we had to like. Chalk a line, use a tape measure, a level, something, because that is... Oh. He went to his barber, he's like, hey man, how are your edging skills? Oh well, my practice God. Practice on me, let's see how straight you can get. You know, like and then... The, go ahead. The, the guy at the bottom, like the, the bushier ones down here on the bottom, uh-huh. that adds a whole nother level. That's like a reverse mullet on the bottom right. I mean, it's, it's like longer I, I, like honestly i'm usually not at a loss of words but uh-huh. i don't even know how to describe this yeah you know what if, if you're not if you're like we don't understand what you're talking about we're trying to be as descriptive as possible for you on the radio but you need to see this for yourself all right let's just imagine like a shaved head except for like like a headband of hair let's yeah. like a girl's headband of hair mm-hmm. connected with some sort of beard neck neck beard the thing <laughs> with maybe a goatee yeah 
I feel like Jack Black would have like really pulled this off. Oh yeah, you know he would have, and he would have been proud about it too. Oh my god, he would have rocked this. No shame. Good stuff. No shame. No shame. Are these dudes married? Huh? Do you think these guys are married? Like serious question. Ah, you know. They have to be? Well, there's no way they could get any kind of a date looking like this. I would hope. This is crazy. What am I hearing in the background? Somebody got the stream up? Is it my phone? Somebody's talking. I hear somebody talking. My, you know what? My, my volume was up. On oh, I got stream. you. That's probably you it. Know, we were saying you need to see these pictures for yourself. And the way you do that is going over to our Facebook page. It's Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. And the whole show is on Facebook Live. So go over there and check it out. That way you can see all the behind the scenes. And now we, we get to introduce... The guy who just walked in the room, Robert Eckes. Tell everybody where your youth minister at. I'm the youth minister over at Connect Church in Gunnersville, and Very so good. it's one church in three locations. We got a campus in uh, Albertville and also in Arab. I'm very excited to meet Derek on the air first time. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I feel <laughs> we like we've met. seen each other yeah. uh, around. That's why I was telling Stephen, I was like, I, I feel like I'm going to know him when he walks in. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, I know him. Yeah. I showed him a picture of your Facebook account. He's like, yep, that's exactly yeah. who I thought, yeah. was. <laughs> I thought. So. Yeah. so we're good. We know each other in here. It's going to be a good show. It's going to be, be a good show. We're going to have a great guest, but you know what? That guest is going to get some amazing food. You know why? Charburger. They hook us up every single week. And you know what? I just found out that their their hours have changed. It's no longer 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. What is it? It's 5.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh, my goodness. They're back to, they to, are. The, to, the, to the breakfast hour. Mm-hmm. They are. So, Shout out doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Of course, they got the char-grilled wildcat burger, the chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, jumbo crispy onion rings, Dr. Pepper shakes they even have there. Mm. Good stuff. So that is the charburger. A big thank you to them for... Uh, Bringing our guests some food, you know, that makes sure we're all fed. Yes. Good stuff. Also, check out B&B Video Games. They're open Sunday through Thursday, 12 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9. They're over by the Pizza Hut in Albertville. It's the 80 style arcade. You can pay and play all day. <laughs> You're a poet. You Didn't can know pay <laughs> and play all day. Yep. And then we've got Boaz 9 Cinema. That's uh, out in Boaz, of course. And so, would love for you guys to go check out a movie over there. <laughs> 256-593-1854. Did you see F9 finally hit the theaters? And it Fast? Made... If you don't know what he's talking about, yeah. it is the 87th Fast <laughs> and the Furious movie. <laughs> They just put a 9 on it for some reason, but it's really like the... That's been happening, I feel like, my whole life. Right. Yeah. I remember my when whole... I was dating my wife, I watched the first... Fast and Furious movie, and now they're up to number nine. Do you know the best place to watch a Fast and Furious movie? Where? TNT with commercials. Really? Oh yeah, you can't go wrong. <laughs> you I feel like I times, feel like huh? in a couple of months that one's going to be on TNT. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like just straight to TV. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I got some music lined up. Uh, I kind of went through our playlist, made sure we had everything up to date. So I want to play some stuff. How about Let's that? Go. All right, Let's here we go. go. This is Aaron Cole with "Like You" right here on the Varsity Radio Show. I'm Taylor Smith. I'm Sadie Burns. We're the Boss Pirates. And you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. Sorry I'm so late. You're good, man. You're good. Life happens. Life happens. You almost missed the the hair face memes, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, part of me wishes I was just a couple minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously, if I came home with that? Uh Uh-huh. Like, that's awful. Would your wife still love you? I mean, technically, she'd have to, biblically, but... Oh, I mean, come my on. wife would be like, you know, I'm not a Christian anymore. <laughs> I'm out. This is over. I'm done. <laughs> Get away from you know what? Wow. <laughs> I've thought about it. I've thought about it. All right, so this is what's driving me crazy. We're going to okay. do a little 
troubleshooting on the air. Sure. When I go to uh-huh. the Varsity Radio Show, yes. in the bottom right-hand corner, I can click post and comment and take other take other actions as your profile or your page. Uh-huh. I click Varsity Radio Show. Yes. Like, so I am interacting as the Varsity Radio Show. Yes. Okay? Uh-huh. When I pull the video up, mm-hmm. when I pull the live stream up, it's me again. Okay. So this is what I you got to do. All right. So you went to pages, though? You went through? Yeah, like I'm on our page yeah, right now. Yeah, let me, let me take a look. Let me see. Because right. it's see what you did. me crazy. See what you did. All right, cool. I'm yeah. going to go straight that, that to Facebook That was probably home. my volume earlier. Now, yeah, it's all good. Sometimes so, when the live is up, we just have volume coming through. So Seth's at camp. Yep. I just got back from camp. Have you all been to camp? Yeah, we went to camp. We went to uh, Generate Camp in um, Cleveland, Tennessee. Okay. Lee University. Yep. So how was that? It was great. We did some whitewater rafting. And, um, of course, the uh, worship was Russia Fools. I'm sure you've heard yep. of them. They're fantastic. <laughs> and uh, the preacher was a guy named Recab Gray. He's a, a pastor at Fellowship Church in Memphis. Okay. And just uh, did an incredible job. Very gospel-centered. Talked a lot about Jesus, which is all I... Uh, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah, out of a speaker. Um, we were gonna go to Cleveland, Tennessee, last summer. We were too. And then something happened. There was a conflict with the majority of my kids, so we switched to Birmingham. Okay. And then it all got canceled anyway. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we didn't. We didn't do. We did. Uh, we did strength to stand at Panama City. Uh, this weekend, so that was... How was that? I've never done that. It's good. They're pretty good. good. I know their um, winter stuff is awesome, but I've never done their summer. Yeah, I see. I had done the, I had done the winter stuff um, the last three years, uh-huh. except for last year we were good to go until Tennessee, like, up to their COVID protocols, like, literally a week before camp, and it didn't give them enough time to follow all the protocols that yeah. they could follow, and so we ended up not being able to go because mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't make it happen for January. Yeah. And, um, so, but the last three years we'd went, and so I thought we would give the summer camp a try, and it was it was really good. I who, enjoyed who the, um, the music teaching. So they, they have now their, they have their own band now. So okay. They, they have STS Worship, and that was good. Yeah. Um, they did a good job. I feel like it was one of those rare times that I felt like out of the loop because there were like three or four worship songs that were really good. Uh-huh. But I was like, I've never heard. Never this. heard them. I've never yeah. heard this. This is good. Um, and then, but it was they do a collection of speakers, so okay. it was. Um, is Ed course, Newton there? Ed was there. Awesome. Ed's Ed's the bomb. Yeah. Um, Ed was there. Scott, of course, did a message. Caleb Jones did a message. Okay. Uh, Caleb um, Wade did a message, and then um, Tom Richter, who yeah. is you know Tom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He 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 was my favorite. I told the kids. Yeah, but I was. That's why we came to camp. Yeah. Was that one, but he did, he closed it out, and it was really good. So well, good. I just got to see your face. Did we do it? Yeah, it did. Awesome. It. Thanks. Page. Oh, you told me about that a long time ago. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna get back on this uh, this church camp thing. I've got a clip that I think oh, y'all are gonna yes. love. Oh, it's I not this guy, is, this guy. His name is Jaron, and he came up with this. Uh, uh, it's the um, Chick Fil A rap, and of course, I played that here on the show before. But I'm going to let you log into your Facebook. We're going to try it through here. Did you get it? I don't know. It's close. If you don't know what's going on, we got this we fly. This fly. renegade fly who's oh. like dive bombing us. Nope, he's back. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, so this video that I found, uh, Jaron is a great comedian. 
He's a really funny guy. Let me pull him up real quick. And I'll share this video over onto our Facebook Live. Let me get everything set up so I can do that. He's trying to run the radio and fix my stuff at the same time. So I'm multitasking. That's why he's the Willy Wonka radio. <laughs> yep. All right. Authenticating. Authenticating. Hopefully you go through pages, it'll work. Okay. Because then I can just be on that page. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so when it finishes... So y'all had a full week in Cleveland? Was it Monday through Friday? or? Well, um, it was four nights and five days. Okay. So um, I think we left on a Saturday and got back on a Wednesday. That's not so bad. I try to do that just because our leaders, that way they only take three days, um, two days off, three, day, three days off of work rather gotcha. than, you know, five, five yes. full days. I'm excited for this video. Not this one. Not that one. You ever heard of chicken math? <laughs> chicken math? Chicken math. Yeah, that guy. Down. He knows all about some chicken math. It has to do with your wife and math and chickens. Okay. Because your wife wants to have farm fresh eggs that the kids can go and, and pluck out from underneath the hens. So chicken math. I'll have to share that clip with you here in a few right. minutes. I used it on the morning show this morning. All right, it's Kev on stage. He's got some funny stuff too, but let me get this one. I really not not that one. Not that one either. Hmm. I'm gonna find it here in a second. But he talks about the different stages of uh, of youth camp. You know all the romance that happens mm-hmm. at youth camp. So yeah, that's what he's talking about. How long have you been in solitude? Um, I got hired in 2017. 2017. You know, had a couple of years to warm up, and then the time warp that was 2020, and now it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how long I've been there, done anything, or been a part of. It's like, I divide my life by shut down and not shut down, and doing the radio, not doing the radio. Can we go to camp? Can we not go to camp? Mm -hmm. Oh. That's the same year I came to uh, Connect. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So come... Uh, we came in um, August. Okay, where were you that? Where where were you before that? Oh, uh, we were in a little town called Pontotoc, Mississippi, which okay. is near uh, Tupelo. I've actually heard of Pontotoc. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Indian name means land of hanging grapes. Is there grapes? Uh, I didn't see any grapes. <laughs> I, I, I guess the. Uh, <laughs> I guess they, they've. Uh, so we both come from our previous stops. Me and Robert both come from an Indian. I'm from. I was. I'm from here, but uh-huh. we lived in Opelika for oh yeah, for a long time. Well, five years, and that was an uh, Indian name for the swamp. And the that swamp. one was, uh, uh, yeah, that was accurate because it felt like you were in a swamp <laughs> all the time. So, church camp crushes. Yep, you ready for this? Let's go. All right, let me get this thing going real quick. I got to make sure I can get it on the switcher so everybody on Facebook Live can see it real easily. Here we go. This is Jaron and church camp crushes. I think you're going to like this. Uh, sometimes I do stand-up comedy at church camps. And that's part of my favorite thing because it all follows the same schedule. Monday is fun day. Okay, the kids show up. They're meeting everybody at different <laughs> churches and all that. But Tuesday is Tuesday. Tuesday, you got to identify who your camp crush is going to be for the week. And then you got to get to her before Zach does because if he gets there first, you're done. 
okay? Wednesday, Wednesday. Now they are together. They're a couple. They're inseparable. They cannot be seen apart from each other. Thursday is like a honeymoon, all right? But Thursday night, he gets called into mission. She gets called into children's ministry. Uh-oh, okay? Friday is possibly my favorite day of any time in the, in the whole year. It's like a Christmas to me. I get to watch all of them break up. Friday by day, okay? They realize they live 20 minutes apart. They're 12. They can't drive, okay? So it's got to end. And then the whole thing starts over again next summer. That's it. That is um, pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. accurate. Yeah, that's accurate. And it doesn't matter how much uh, work the youth pastor does ahead of time. Like, hey, we're here for Jesus. We're not here to catch fields or catch numbers. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it's like that's all that happens once you get there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I, I've taken the opposite route at this point because I've been doing youth ministry seventeen years now. So you just so I try to set them up and create such an awkward situation that they don't even want to be around each other. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, reverse psychology. <laughs> I did have this one kid. We were all in line. You know that when you go to camp, there's lines for everything. You know, lines for meals, lines for you know to get into the worship. I mean, there's just lines everywhere, and so. I had this kid come up and he asked me a question and he wants to go down. Of course, meals are included in the price that Mm -hmm. he's already paid. Mm -hmm. Um, But he wants to go get dinner or lunch from the cafe that he has to pay for again. But, you know, hey, whatever. Um, And so he was like, hey, can I I go to the cafe? I'm like, yeah, man, go. Do your thing. Uh So as he walks away and in front of this long line of people, I'm like, bye, buddy. Hey. (laughs) Be careful. <laughs> hey, don't forget, no vans. Don't get in any strange vans. I love you. Text me if you need me. Like, just all this stuff. And he's like, he's like, look, like, he's like looking down. He's like, oh, okay. And then er- at this point, everybody's laughing, you know, like, and, you know, just trying to make it as awkward as possible. Oh, yeah. So you're, you're a veteran youth pastor just because you did that. <laughs> Instead of them making us feel awkward, we reverse it. Oh, God, but they make me feel so awkward instead so of, many times. Instead of them embarrassing us, we try to embarrass them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you use kid lingo? Um, yeah. I'll, what, I'll, it, what is your current? I try to use it when it's too late, though. Yes. And I'll do it on purpose. Yes. Yeah. All right, oh, so yeah. what's your favorite go-to kid lingo right now? Uh, like, remember when people would say on fleek? Like, nobody says that anymore. <laughs> I've held on to it. <laughs> that was when I was a middle school teacher, by the way. You know, I remember, I'll never forget the first time a kid looked at me and said, Coach, those those shoes are on fleek. And I was like, yeah. felt so offended. Like, what did you just say to me? And they're like, no, 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 it's good. It's good. It's good. You know, that's good. I try, I try, I say it's lit, fam, all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah and it's just good. my older, like my ninth grade and up kids, like when I say, it's going to be lit, fam. Like, hey, we're doing this, this, and this. Yeah. It's going to be lit, fam. They all, every one of them go, <laughs> You know, and oh, it's funny. Great. It's funny now. Have you heard? Have you heard this one about food? It's bussing. It's bussing. I don't know if I've heard that. Oh, one. that one must be new. Okay. I just learned that one at, at my. I'll camp. use it in a couple of years. <laughs> no, no, you got to use that? it Wednesday. Okay, you got to use it tomorrow. Like, hey, food. It's bussing. This food is bussing. This bussin'. pizza slice is bussing. Like yeah, but that? so like they, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> this pizza's bussing, bussing, bussing. It's like I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah. We didn't want to tell you because we know you're going to use it, and we didn't want to. We didn't want to tell you. What about this word? And uh, I don't totally know 
what it means. I, I think I so do. So our apologies but to like, anybody. Like if it's got another definition <laughs> that's inappropriate, then I, that's just my ignorance. But the word simp, yep. you heard this word? Yeah. So that's just a guy that really likes a girl from what I can tell. Yeah. And will serve her and try to... Um, woo her? Woo her. Or she asks for something, he's like going to go and get it for her. Yeah. And so they're all making fun of this guy. Oh, he's a simp. He's a simp. I'm like, well, I guess I'm a simp. I do that. A silly or foolish person. Yeah. I think that's a, uh, like a good quality. The dictionary I don't term know why you're making fun of. Is a silly or foolish person. So that might be why. Silly or foolish? Mm-hmm. So you're doing yeah. it in a silly or foolish. But if you're in love. Oh, that does make you silly and foolish. Yeah. Yeah. That's that good. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just using it. How about sus? <laughs> oh, I did, yeah, I do that. Sus. I throw yeah. that out. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have, and I've had to tone down my, my bros, like, because I've found, found that it, like, I say it a lot now, a lot more than I should for my age, 33, <laughs> you know, and it's like, I need to calm down. Like, not everybody's my bro. Like, I think I found your catchphrase, Derek. What? Time out. What does that mean? That's, you say it all the time. Oh, I say time out? Time out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You got a time, time out. out. Yeah. Time yeah. Out. yeah. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> why? You know why? Because I grew up watching Saved by the Bell. <laughs> that's, Zach that's Morris, right. time out. Like, that's whoa. Right. Yeah. Freeze it. <laughs> time, out. time out you just gotta and kids most kids respond to that yeah you can say time out and most kids will stop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. occasionally most of the middle school boys they can't help it they're they're all scientifically insane at that age they can't <laughs> help it we got some people with us on facebook why Eason? let's go coach mark why why it's a good dude yeah what are you watching? Are you working right now? Are you at the rec center? Are you watching? Get back to work, bro. See, did it again, bro. Um, what is your youth pastor pet peeve? See, me, me and Seth have never done the youth pastor. You know, like, what's your youth pastor pet peeve? Um, what is, what is your like? Won't won't do it. Oh, you know, um, I might be changing my mind soon, but. For, for a, a lot of years, it's been a lock-in. I just won't do a lock-in. Yeah. Um, because it's almost impossible to find people to volunteer at it anyway. Yeah. Because who wants to stay up all night, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but I have found it to be an effective evangelism tool, so I don't know if I should say it publicly, but I am <laughs> re- reconsidering. You heard this first. Connect yeah, Church is about to do a lock-in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna uh yeah we're gonna meet at solitude baptist church <laughs> hey i'm down so i may or may, three, three I may, or may not be there if you have any questions that's Derek. You no know, i've i've <laughs> thought about you know in the baptist world there are discipleship now weekends which yeah. are essentially lock-ins on steroids because we're locking them in we're giving them a place to stay but then there are all these spiritual tools that yeah. we're building yeah yeah i love so a d now we were actually we were actually going to do our own kind of discipleship weekend, you know, of course we were planning that for fall, for spring of 2020, and that just, you oh, know, yeah, like, yeah. we were going to get football out of the way, we were going to uh-huh. kind of try to navigate football, and I mean, uh, baseball and softball and all that stuff, and, you know, it didn't happen, but, you know, because, and we had that, me and my team, we had that same talk, like, like, you know, we're, like, part of this is they've got to stay here, yeah, you know, and yeah. it's like, what about showers like what about you know i'm like well we can do one night you know we can do something like friday afternoon then all day saturday um but we just never we just couldn't make it happen right yeah you know 
So. Yeah, uh, we canceled ours too. But it's coming. You heard it first. That's solitude. So, be some <laughs> shock solitude folks and some shock connect folks. <laughs> Do I have to be there? Can I just unlock the door? You know? <laughs> From um, the other side of that, I used to be in a band. We did fifth quarters and lock ins. Oh, that yeah. That was a lot of fun providing the music for stuff like that. So, is fifth quarter still a thing? I haven't seen a fifth quarter in a long time. But I, I used to play a lot of them. Because when I was yeah. a kid growing up in Alberville, fifth quarter was the thing to be at. You know, yeah. like you had to be there. Mm hmm. And it was packed. I mean, it was be, there would be tons of kids. Yeah, I haven't gone um, to a fifth quarter in a long time. You know, we I've I've had this conversation, you know, with our and within our staff, and you know, and just it's kind of I don't know if it's troubling. I don't know if it's I don't know I don't know the term that you would use, but you know, it's funny like how much, and I don't know if y'all do this. Mm-hmm. Um. How I feel like we have ideas for things, and then we immediately when we have ideas for things. We go, well, you know, they got football, right? Or you know, like, yeah. and how much we try to gear, like, to to find the perfect uh-huh. date for anything. Well, you right. know, Alabama's playing Tennessee that day, mm-hmm. or you know, Auburn Auburn has a day game and Alabama has a night game, so I don't right. know what we're gonna do, you know. Yeah. And so it's just that's just an interesting thing for me to to notice, like how much we try to cater a yeah. schedule around. And it is something know. to consider. Uh, and then there's, you know, a time to balance that out. And then you kind of, at some point you do kind of, I'm, I'm sure you've experienced this where you say, you just throw your hands up in there and say, hey, we're just going to do it. We'll see who shows up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because there's never a perfect time for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do, then you get to deal with all the anxiety and all the worry of, mm-hmm. You threw your hands up and said, we're doing it anyway. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't know. You know, who knows? Yeah. You know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So when we go back to radio, mm-hmm. Stephen, what will we do? We'll do a clutch? We got clutch, yeah. Okay. okay. I got that pulled up. Very good. You what may want to send a copy to Robert. He probably doesn't have it. Let's see. What's clutch? Clutch is like the devotion of oh, the cool. show. Yeah. Okay, let me see if I can. More? Copy? I'm glad, I'm glad I have your number now. All right, so it's pretty long. So, What's the radio station? 88.5? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can leave the point out. Just 88.5. Yeah. 885. <laughs> <laughs> it just confuses people. The point, especially on the website stuff. It's like you can't put a dot. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so... With Connect being three, one church with three locations, mm-hmm. um, how does that work for youth ministry? Well, um, so, you know, normally when you hear about a ch- one church in different locations, it's a mega church, so that's certainly right. not us. Um, we're not a small church either, but uh, the Gunnersville campus is, I would say, 250 people, Albertville, 150, and then ARAB, uh, close to 100 and so it's a medium-sized church. Well, I, I guess it depends on your right. opinion. It's subjective. Or what book you read. Or yeah, what yeah. Tom Rainer right. says. You know. right. Yeah. So um, I'm full-time in Gunnersville. I'll oversee the youth pastor in Albertville and ARAB. So that's Chase and Jeremy who right. do just fantastic jobs. And they're both part-time. Right. And so um, we do camp together. Uh, any, any event we do together. Right. Be now, that sort of thing. And then during the summer... 
every Wednesday, well, not every Wednesday, but many Wednesdays, we, we'll all come together. Okay. Uh, and then through the school year, there will be selected Wednesdays um, where we come together, but we try to not do that too often just for the sake of right. parents driving uh, their kids and those that sort yeah. of thing. So. Okay. That's but cool. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. So I've I've had to learn a lot. Um, so there's more, uh, you know, leadership skills, more organizational, right, kind of thing. All right. That. So, like for instance, on a Wednesday, are you? And I'm not saying one way's right and one way's wrong. Right. I, I love these church conversations. Like, are you mm-hmm. are you building lessons and sermons? Are you saying, hey, this is the topic? You go with what you think. Are you trying to Are you trying to maybe put students in Albertville, Gunnersville, and Arab kind of on the same page? And so you're trying to be more scriptive with you know yeah well so um we we do uh, sh- uh do the same sermon series i guess mm-hmm. for as far as the teaching right so same scripture i cer- certainly emphasize like jeremy and chase make it your own right and then also i tell them hey you know your students better than anybody right if you feel like you need to um do a different sermon series for the next three weeks or whatever you have the freedom to do that okay and so uh there's there's a a guide, but then there's also freedom for them to go and do something a little different. And I mean, it's not just because you're sitting here, but I mean, that has to be to me the best way to do that because I hope you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, because one, I mean, if you're over that in a way, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you've, you've got to set the tone you've got to create that, the topic or the vision or whatever. And now today's clutch moment. And we are back if you're driving around listening to us on the radio. Um, Also, don't forget, we've got Facebook Live. You can watch us, comment, hang out with us there. So now we're going to talk about Clutch. We're going to do, we do this every week. So tonight, today, tonight, (laughs) get into that preacher mode. Tonight, boys and girls, I want to talk about invasion. All right, so that's kind of. That's a catchy word. When I when I read through this, invasion is a very catchy word, catches your attention. It says there is darkness on the planet. I think I think all believers would agree with that statement. It's an attack on those who choose to be followers. Through this barrage goes through some of the greatest evil this planet will ever see. The root of this invasion is obviously sin. Now, I think something we understand, we know... Um, the very first story in the Bible, mm-hmm. um, Satan and the deception of Adam and Eve. We're not just going to throw Eve under the bus. Um, Adam was standing there the whole time. Um, and so because of that, we live in a fallen world. But God calls us as his children, as his believers, to invade the darkness. For us to be the attackers, not just always living on defense, but playing offense the Bible plainly states this in Ephesians 6:12. It says, "For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places." So the question is: Is how do we become invaders? How do we do that? Um, and one of the ways we do that is through pinpointed prayer all right so robert why is it important to be specific with our prayers 
Uh, I think it's important to be specific um, because it gives us some clear, it gives them some clarity of thought when we're communicating with the Lord. It's not like the Lord doesn't know what's going on, right? But um, it gives us clarity of thought, and I think we can think a little more deeply about some of our prayers when we become a little more specific when we do commune with the Lord, right? And I always, I think for students, and even I think for adults, um, if we understand that God is all knowing. There seems to always be this question or this thought. I don't know where it came from, but this whole thing of, you know, if God knows everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why is it so important that I tell him, you know, right. in this communication process? And for my group lately, I've had several questions of, explain to me like this whole relationship thing mm-hmm. like, and, and prayer specifically. And I'm like, and all I know to tell them is like, you know, what if you went long periods of time without talking to your parents or to your friends? Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing is, is, is God knows everything. But I think for a believer, there's great comfort in knowing that he still, even though he might know, yeah, he still wants to conversate with us about sure. it. So we think about prayer. Um, One of the things with prayer is. Oh, I lost my spot right here. I went down too far. Um, you know, we need to be personal. Uh, we don't need to just speak in general terms. I think sometimes we think we have to go easy on God with our requests. Yeah, like you can't but, handle it or something. Right, yeah, like <laughs> God, you know, I got a lot going on, but I, you know, this is kind of heavy, you know, so yeah. <laughs> um, we need to be specific. Um, another thing is is not just being specific. But it's being consistent. So why do you think that it's important that we keep on praying, even if even if we have that mindset of he already knows, mm-hmm. or if we haven't heard anything in a while? Sure. I mean, I, th- I think it's just, um, it builds trust. It builds a relationship. You know, relationships grow over time. You know, um, friendships, two people, when they become uh, best friends, BFFs, like we're going to be there one yes. day, I can tell. Yes. And uh, like, but it's not going to happen tomorrow, right? But in six months, in a year, that relationship and that friendship will be so much deeper. And so, when we do that consistently, um, that deepens the relationship, right? Um, with with the Father. And so. I, th- I think that 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 too is is an illustration. God obviously works through people, mm-hmm. and because He is a God of relationship, we can get a lot of. God in our earthly relationships if we do that correctly. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that you're you're spot on. And I think for students, um, especially if you're a student listening, like because everything is so it's instant in mm-hmm. society, we completely rush into relationships. Oh, and so right, it's like yeah. you know, we completely just plow through the like the getting to know each other uh-huh. and then we get upset or frustrated when a, a certain individual doesn't treat information the way that we want to treat it. It's like, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you've been friends for five days. You yeah. Know? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. there has to be this level of, of trust. And, and the thing is, is we have that in the father. Like right. we have that with him and the Holy spirit knows what we're trying to communicate. Even if we're struggling to communicate that. I think that's a great point is the, the Holy spirit will help us. And, um, and the, the scripture says that even when we don't know what to pray, right? The uh, Christ is praying on our behalf. Yes. Um, I, I was reading a book called Gentle and Lowly. Have you heard of that? No. Nope. Uh, Dane Ortland, 
but he's got this great illustration like of this person in his room and he wants to pray but he doesn't know what to say but he hears Jesus in the next room praying on his behalf mm. and how that would cause him comfort and peace right. to know that Christ is speaking in, right. on his behalf so, yeah yeah you know the Bible when it's talking about being consistent in first Thessalonians 5 16 through 18 says always be joyful Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And I, I love when the Bible specifically says, for you believers, because mm-hmm. a lot of times we want to take Scripture that is meant for us as God's children, and we want to just throw that on the world that maybe they're not even held to that standard. Yeah. You know, like they're not in the family. Uh-huh, you know, like uh-huh. we're still working on that, but we're like, right. you should always be praying. I was like, yeah. praying, what? <laughs> You know, like, um, why is it so important that we remember what God has done for us if we think about that verse? Well, shoot, I think it's just a huge encouragement to know that he has worked uh, in us and through us in the past. And that gives us confidence to continue to uh, trust in him. I was uh, reading about my favorite athlete growing up, Michael Jordan. Yep. And um, when he, whenever he would be in a situation at the end of a game, a big shot was coming up. He said he would always think back to North Carolina in 1982 when he mm. hit the game-winning shot. Right. And so I've done it before. I know I can do it again. Mm. So it's um, in a similar way when we know that uh, the Lord has worked through us and in us in the past. Right. It gives us confidence that of course He's going to do it again. Right. So yes, I that's fly. so. Yeah, uh, Chester. I've, I've named him Chester. <laughs> Chester is 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 making his presence felt. Um, I think that is, I think that's so true. Um, I think a lot of times we can just get in this mode of woe is me. Woe is me. Look at, you know, it's 2021 and we're, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I divide everything by 2020. And a lot of times that means that, you know, mentally I'm living in that 2020 mindset of can't do this, can't Mm -hmm. do that. And, and, but God brought us out of that. I feel like we, we've learned some things. Um, and it's important to understand, you know, regardless of whether we think he answered our prayer the way that we th- he should have or mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm. that he's a good, good father. He loves us. And that's something that we should always, always keep in mind as we are invading darkness. So yeah, I think, uh, not, sorry to interrupt. No. Um, you know, sometimes people say, how come God hasn't answered my prayer? And I think sometimes he has answered it, and he's saying wait, mm-hmm. or he's saying no. Yeah, um, exactly. And the reason is because he is a good father. Like I, my kids want to eat an entire bag of candy on Halloween night, mm-hmm. but what's best for them is not that. So I say no, right? You know, and so maybe he's not giving us what we want because he's uh, protecting us, right? And, and looking out for us. So, anyways, that's awesome. So that's our clutch. Awesome. Got more great music for you, Zoe. La worship with somebody. Right here on the Varsity Radio Show. So how long have you been doing youth ministry? So I got hired in 2017, and then I started doing youth ministry in 2018, the next year. So I was on staff for a year before, oh, I, no way. before okay. I rolled into that role. So um, learning every day, uh-huh. you know. Um, so what was your original position? Um, small groups. Small groups, so, okay. You know, trying to develop a, um, I guess, just more structure, mm-hmm. um, more, more emphasis in that area, um, you know. And then again, not trying to be Debbie Downer, but then you know, twenty twenty, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of, 
and now it's like you know we're out of 2020 and things are open but uh-huh. like this this concept and this idea of um connection is still just feels a little awkward yeah like, you know that's i guess that's the term that i'll put it you know uh-huh. like it's just a little awkward like yeah. to get well i will say you know we're back into our normal uh-huh. schedules as far as all of our activities as people yeah but then as far as church and all of those activities it just feels like we haven't and and that's not just i'm not just speaking like a solitude thing like that's mm-hmm. my my collection of friends in other churches that oh, sure. seems to be the consensus of you know just feel you know yeah. like we're open we've been open but it just it doesn't you know and so um you know it's funny you were talking about relationships and how that takes time like um when I got hired, uh, I'm a shout out. He he's not here anymore, but Justin Warden, who was at First Baptist Albertville, mm-hmm. and um, he called me up. Don't know him from Adam's house cat, and so we meet at Jefferson's, and so it was like one of those deals where it's like I don't. I'm a little socially awkward. Like uh-huh. it just takes me a while to like you know it just I want to fill things out. Oh yeah, I just want to you know like want to move on my own time you know like just (laughs) you know don't push me and so it's so funny because we meet and we start talking and his personality is not my like we've talked Mm -hmm. about this after like he's the opposite like he's he's like quintessential like i guess like i want to say i don't want to say goofy because i don't think he's goofy but he's like quintessential out there you pastor just loud and just like uh you know and he's like and that's not a that's not a switch Right. That's how he is at home. Like yeah, that's how he is with his kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm quiet. I kind of want to blend in. I don't yeah. really want to like, you know, I struggle. You know, sometimes being a youth pastor is being a hot man. Like, right. You know, I struggle with that. Like, you know, being excited, doing games, and being mm-hmm. crazy. Like, it's like, no, let's just study Second Corinthians. You know, yes. like, not that I'm <laughs> super spiritual. It's just like, right. That's where I'm most comfortable. And uh-huh. so it's like, I'm sitting here and we're talking, and the whole time I'm like gosh, please quit talking so loud. Like, you know, dude down the, he don't need to know, like, you know, what we're talking about. And he's just so out there. And I'm, and, and it's so funny. Cause I'm thinking, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Like this guy's like, n- our personalities just don't mesh. But yeah. then there was like halfway through the lunch, it was like, we hit this common ground. Uh-huh. And like, as soon as we hit that common ground, I was like, bro, me too. Yeah. And he, and yeah. when I said, bro, me too, he just was like, like, I ain't gonna lie, there may have been some tear shed. Like, just this moment of, like, yeah. oh, wow. Like, wow. Yeah, I'm and not it was alone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just that moment of, like, okay. And it uh-huh. was just, like, from that point forward, like, you know, text, call, anytime. We yeah. ended up kind of in a small group together, so that ended oh, up being awesome. good. So it was, like, and then he left, and he took a different job, and, you know, now he's <laughs> he's gone. And, um, you know, but it, it's just funny how sometimes... Sometimes in those relationships, I think there are times where we should read the signs and like maybe not be as quick. But then there right. are sometimes where you're just like, okay, let's go. It's you certainly know? a matter of discernment. Yeah, you know. Oops. Yeah. Is Nick here? Not yet. Not here yet. Okay. He'll be here soon. Let me look at that. Um, Could you send him that questionnaire as well? Did you get it on Messenger? Did I you, did. Could you like? Uh, oh, I need to send that to yeah, Robert. Yeah, if you could, let me copy. Um, 
you've been on the radio before, hadn't you? You've done this several times, hadn't you? He's I've been done it a couple of times. I've never, you know, led it or anything like that. I, I wouldn't know what to That's do. A heavy seat right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, look, I will say, I will say that not that there's a lot of um, heavy lifting involved with sitting. You know, Seth puts good energy in here, but sitting in that seat right there, it's just like you just sit back, go with oh, the yeah. conversation, just have a good time. Make sure not to accidentally cuss. I mean, this is <laughs> that's the only thing I'm worried about. <laughs> Oh, just two youth pastors. <laughs> no, apparently there used to be a preacher that he would like. He did all these like teaching videos, and apparently, like, just in his teachings, it would just be like he would just. I don't know if he dropped big bombs, but right. he would drop bombs. Like he, like really? it's funny because it's like he would be called. He was called in some sort of the cussing pre, the cussing preacher, and it's oh, funny. Yeah, it's funny because yeah. as soon as people heard that, uh-huh. they were like, "Oh, done." And it's funny because like, my pastor was like, his stuff was really good, his though. Like, good, his stuff yeah. is really good. Well, I know uh, Mark Driscoll, he, he had that reputation. I'm actually listening to a podcast about yeah. him right now. Um, but, yeah, pretty interesting. Okay, I saved your number. E- Nick, what's up, man? A-I-S, right? Hey, hey. Yeah, and actually most people call me by my last name. I got you some food, your hamburger, your fries right there. Hey, what's up? So, more than welcome to do that. What's up, man? Go ahead and you can grab, uh, grab your food right there. Absolutely. Yeah. You Nick, can sit Nick up here and eat it if you want. You can stay back there. It's up to you. And we'll be ready for you here in about 10 minutes. Alrighty. Cool. All right. So, Nick. Oh, we got a phone call. Is it spam? Can we pull them up and have fun with them? 88.5 JFM, hello. <laughs> Do you know the best thing I did? No, we're not on here. The best thing I did, the iPhone has a setting that if you're if if, if you're not in my contacts, it goes straight to voicemail. Gotcha. Really? Yeah. Now, I could be missing some important phone calls and not know it, but right. uh, my car warranty stuff, I don't hear about that anymore, <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah, I had somebody actually uh, message me on Facebook saying that the government had this program, okay. and if you fill it out, uh, you get $50 million. And she had just received right. a $50 million check. And she said in the, in the Facebook message, have you heard about this? So I talked back and said, I, ha- said I have heard about it, and I actually got my check too. Arlen, mine was uh, $50 million and $1. Gotcha. So in your face. <laughs> <laughs> What's right. funny, like when I was growing I up, got it. you know back when you had a home phone? You know? Oh like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh we had this number R L I N Kingston, Jamaica. How old is he? And and you would it would show up, Kingston, Jamaica. Uh-huh. And you would say hello and it would be like, We have your money. So A R L I R just straight to it. We have your money. Please give us your credit card information so that we can put it on your card. You know, and look, like that was literally some weeks, that was multiple times a day. Oh man. And so eventually, three, my parents lived in the house that I grew up in for a long time, even after I graduated, and they've only been in their new house for okay, maybe three or four years. And so, but they had to literally eight nine one eight one seven three. That was my number my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm in college, they sent the text. It's like, hey, here's our new okay. number. 
That's it's like be praying for him. Thank you for calling that in. How do how do I how do I contact you? Like this is a new number. <laughs> put it in your phone. Like no, I don't want to put it in my phone. I don't have to put it in my yeah. phone. Like that's my house. Like, but they had to just change the number because Kingston, Jamaica called. Oh yeah, so often. <laughs> you know, well the crazy thing is like you know that eventually it has to work. That's why they're doing it. Somebody eventually will. We'll give their information. So, and it's put your food here on the counter if you like. It's so frustrating, like that. That people do that because you know it works. And there's some lady that gave them the credit card information, you know, or some older person, you know, like, or like when the police, Alberta Police Department has to put on Facebook the other day, like, hey, we're getting calls of people saying like. that the police department needs information and mm-hmm. here's the information and people are like oh the police department needs information you know like here's here's all the information like that's right like that's that, that <laughs> hurts my heart when when that happens like yeah i don't give anybody anything like ever i'm telling you i'm kind of excited we got this dude in the studio and i got to go and see his his college signing at dar man that was electric it was amazing nick how are you man i'm good man it's been a while since i've uh, been here but i appreciate yeah. you having me how are you guys doing yeah doing great we're glad you're here we can't wait to talk with you your interview's coming up here in about six minutes i've got some video from your signing we're going to talk about all that see awesome. you know what got you to this point and what your next steps are absolutely so, yeah hey if you're not checking this out over on facebook live you need to do that get on facebook type in varsity radio show and you will find us all the behind the scenes stuff too we're going to get some dirt on Nick, he's going to tell us all the, the nitty-gritty stuff that goes into this transition. So Not too much. Not, not too, too much? much. <laughs> I got you. Uh, let's say this. It's all pretty the, easy. All the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into it. Apparently not a lot. This guy, is uh, he's he practices a lot more than a lot of people think. So we're going to talk about that coming up here on the show. Man, so earlier earlier we, we were looking at who was watching the show, and my buddy Wyatt you know, said, hey, what's up? And I jokingly said, hey, man, get back to work. He was literally at work. So, if anybody at the Sam Mountain Park Rec, rec Center's uh, watching, he was doing a great job. I promise, he was. He was staying busy. That place is phenomenal, by the way. I, I like. I live. I live just a couple of streets over. I'm Robert, and by the way. when okay. nice to meet you, I'm Robert. Robert. I'm Robert. When I when I walk around that place, like I'll just walk out of my driveway and walk. And like when I'm walking around that track, I'm just like, where am I right now? Like, is this? Is this Albertville, Alabama right now? Like, I, I just don't, it just doesn't compute. Yeah, I got you. Now the water park's open too, so oh, I haven't yeah. been there yet with the water park, but my the indoor kids, pool was great. My kids slept great the night after, you know, they were there all day. So <laughs> yeah. my my five-year-old was telling me all the, uh, all the fun stuff, the slides. Mm-hmm. All right, so Nick, D-A-R, graduated D-A-R. And we're going to Emory. Yes, sir. Where is Emory? So um, I don't sound like a complete idiot when we get over on the radio. Um, they have a downtown Atlanta campus. That's, I thought I was going to say Atlanta, but I was like, nope, that's wrong. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. And you'll be playing basketball? Yes, sir. Awesome. I mean, you look like a golfer. So oh, I was, well, I'll, I'll, be, no. I'll be golfing, too. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, that was sarcasm because you're, you're so tall. So You know he is golfing, too. Though. There you go. Both, both that's what I was just reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, all right, what's your handicap? I don't know. I've never... I usually What's shoot like twelve over though. Usually, Something so like around eighty five ish. Yeah, you're eighty five ish, so you're probably probably about a seven or eight. That's pretty good. What, right. what does handicap mean? I don't even know what that means. All right, so the handicap is a very complicated arithmetic thing that you take in 
you take in your average scores, but it's not just your average scores. The course has an average rating and slope. Mm-hmm. So slope is is basically the difficulty of the course. Okay. So obviously, if I go if I go to Gunner's Landing and shoot a seventy five, that's a little bit different than going to Albert Country Club and shooting a seventy five. Okay. You know that's they take all. So you take slope, course rating, and your average scores, and you track. And there's there's apps now that can track that. People used to, used to have to collect this data and take it to your like pro, and your pro would. Plug in the formula and give you like an official. You can have, even if you're not a professional golfer, you can have um, um, a sanctioned, legit handicap. Like you can, you know, and most people that are a part of a, like if they join a golf course, they most of the time, if you're a member at a golf course, um, they have that available and you can have your own handicap. Okay. And then the handicap, what it does is if, like me and you go play, uh-huh. and let's say we're going to be competitive about it. Well, if you're a one handicap or you're a zero, which zero means you're going to shoot par pretty much anywhere you go. Okay. Um, if you're a zero and I'm a ten, uh-huh. all right. So I'm getting, I'm going to get ten strokes on the ten hardest holes on the golf course. Okay. And that, that means that we can go play and we can be competitive about it, and there can be a legit winner and loser, even though. Technically, you're a better golfer than me. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, so for instance, my buddies, we have a, we've done it the last two years. We do a 16 man golf outing at the beach, uh-huh. and we there's two teams of eight, and and then you break that down into like you know me and Steven are playing y'all two, okay, and you're like a four, and you're a six, and I'm like a seven, and he's like a four. So then. All that is marked on the scorecard. So when we get hmm. to the hardest hole, whoever is the higher handicap is if it's a par four, you know, really it's a it's a par five for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. and so that just keeps it It kind of levels the playing field. Yeah, so if you're doing a group outing in golf, uh-huh, the handicap is literally the only way to do it fair. Right. Like, so it doesn't matter if I mean, we could take one team of eight, and they're all be they all be one handicappers, mm-hmm. and then play a team of all ten handicappers. Right. But it's a wash because uh-huh. you know we're those ten handicappers are going to be stroking mm-hmm. on you know on those holes. So very interesting. You, you you play a lot of golf? No, no. I like top golf. Y'all ever done that? Oh, <laughs> top golf, man! That's one of my favorite things to do. Top golf is fun. That's fun. I wish that uh, anybody out there let youth groups come for free. That'd be amazing. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just shout that out and believe it in Jesus' name. We can just have you taken a group out there? Uh, we've not. Um, I've done it a couple times. It is steep. It's like forty something dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Per person, but they just pay a buf- them buffet, a couple games, or two hours of games. Two hours is plenty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, especially because you probably got a lot of people that don't play golf. So you know, mm. two hours is like. That's a lot of swings. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, of course, and then you got people just like going over the sensor and like people just hitting it. It's like <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah. you do when you get right yeah. up on your time limit. Yeah. You go there and go yeah. about oh, yeah. twenty-five balls. Yeah. yeah. My wife actually surprised me a couple of years ago, um, and we met. At, I wondered why she was taking me to Birmingham. She's like, "I want to take you to Birmingham for my birthday," and I was like, well, "This is really awkward because I don't really want to go to Birmingham for my birthday. Like this, like what are we gonna do? Like," and she she was. She did a good job in the fact that I had no clue what we were doing. Uh-huh. But she was terrible in the fact that, like, there was no excitement. Like, she was not like, we're going to do something fun. It was just like, we're going to go to Birmingham for your birthday. 
and we have to leave at like nine o'clock in the morning. I'm like, this is gonna be awful. Like, yeah. What are we doing? Like, if we pull up to the Galleria, like I'm out of here. You know, like I'm I'm gone. And so we pull up and we get to Top Golf, and she's like, you want to go to Top Golf? And then I was like, yeah, babe, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking you don't play golf like what are we gonna do like you know and but then i pulled up and it was like eight of my buddies and so but my buddy got in trouble for doing that at the end because the time was oh, running I, out i've gotten in trouble like, for that they were like hey stop doing that you really know? yeah if it's busy they'll as soon as your yeah. time goes off they'll they'll huh. get yeah. out of there because they've got new people coming yeah in. so he you know my buddy jonathan's just trying to do the sensor to get <laughs> the balls to come out so that he can have some right. extra extra swings oh and, yeah and they came by and like Hi, I'm Blake Bolden. And I'm Jim Hood. We're we the are Cross the, the Lines, lines and, and you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. So here we go, guys. It's that time of week. It's our favorite time in the show. We bring an athlete in. Um, this week we have Nick Harden. Nick. From DAR, Daughters of the American Revolution. By the way, I just want to say, like, is there extra weight for being a graduate from DAR? That's a lot of history. Absolutely. Okay. Can you L- tell us that? L- history? A lot of pressure that goes along with it. Well, you you got to be successful. All right, look. You got to be a patriot. That's right. And here's what I love. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. And I don't care who's watching. I don't care who's listening. I don't care if you like this statement or not. DAR has the most beautiful scenic campus in the county. I'm it, just going to say it. It like, looks like a castle. You pull up and the stone out front on the old buildings right across the street from an overlook. I'm sorry. Boaz don't have that. Okay. They're over there by Walmart. Okay. <laughs> Alberville, you're tucked in right there next to the chicken plant. All right. And I can say that because I graduated there. Okay. Y'all know it's true. All right. So we're excited to have Nick in here. Nick, tell us a little bit about we've graduated. What? Well, let's start here. How does it feel to be graduated from high school? You know, to be honest, I, I really don't feel like it's completely hit me because <laughs> I'm I'm still so up at home? the at the school at yeah. at the gym pretty much every day. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, that hasn't changed, but okay. uh, probably you know next month or August. So like I'm not going to school there. It's gonna be it's gonna be different. Are you what? Let's let's talk about the emotional side of it. Are you anxious? Are you nervous? Are you like excited? I mean, I mean, your mom's probably watching or listening, so let, let's not say Absolutely. things like "I'm ready to get away from my parents." Right, but right. like, how do we feel about this? You know, um, I am nervous. You know, being being away from home um, is going to be different. But uh, with with basketball and, and athletics, I mean, I'm super excited. I can't wait. And you're still close to home, like three hours or so? Yes, sir. It's yeah, about so. three hours, three and a half, depending okay. on the traffic. Right. So. Yeah. so you can come home on a weekend or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And it's far enough to be away from home, but like, you know, it's not right. that you're really away from home. Right. It's a good balance. Right. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about basketball at DAR. Mm-hmm. All right. How did the season go last year? How did we do? So we uh, we went undefeated in our area in the regular season, 6-0. and uh, First time that's been done um at our school in like i don't know 10 15 years something like that um so it's been a while uh we were really proud of that but uh, unfortunately had a really bad game in the area championship and it ended up ended up getting beat by new hope uh, like six something like that and then uh, eliminated in the cross area game to a really good uh oh gosh westminster team okay Hmm. that's where i went to high school 
They're usually I went pretty, to Westminster. They're pretty good. Yeah. Not, not when I was there. Not when you were there? <laughs> that was, that's been, it's been right, a while. Now, are they in Gadsden? Where's that? Where's Westminster? This is in Huntsville. Huntsville. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it... What's the what's the school in Gadsden? Is that uh, where Brody Kroll played? It's oh, also I don't know. A pro- okay. My bad. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So let's talk about individually mm-hmm. with basketball, because obviously you're going to play college. Yes, sir. So, you know... Not everybody goes to college on a uh, <laughs> athletic scholarship. So let's talk about. I mean, I know basketball is a team sport. Absolutely. I feel like y- you understand that. We understand that. But um, how did we do individually? Individually, um, I was second in 4A in rebounds per game. Uh, I was also second, I think, finishing off the season with the, the double doubles. I had like eight regular season double doubles. And, you know, with the postseason those games aren't really filmed and streamed just right. because the AHSAA is really strict about that so okay. I really don't know about about those but uh, definitely eight or nine regular season uh, double doubles and so uh, double doubles that's points and rebounds yes sir what points about your rebounds. assists uh, that was uh, that was like three per game. <laughs> three per game. So selfish, hey, selfish hey, basketball hey, player. Kobe, Kobe didn't have a lot of assists. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I loved I loved Kobe, but <laughs> I saw a quote the other day. They were quoting Kobe, and Kobe said, "Why would I pass that guy the ball? I don't even like his work ethic. Work <laughs> ethic. Like I don't even oh, I yeah. don't even like that guy's work <laughs> ethic. Why am I going to pass him the ball? Um, so talk about let's talk about um, let's talk about this transition for a little bit. Like, do you have anybody? Like, do you have a relationship with anybody that's made the transition from high school to college? Like that you have leaned on? Like." Like how does how does that work? Are you going into this completely blind, or have you sought some people out? No, I, I, we had a, a player last year uh, go sign with Sneed. Okay. Um, he didn't actually finish the season, um, but he did practice some. He was there, and uh, so I, talking to him about the adjustments that he made um, was really something that I leaned on. And also, we had another player signed to go play football, Division Two football in Mississippi. Um, he actually just came home, also, but uh, you know he was there on campus, away from home, practicing with the team and everything. And so I, I definitely sought him out for advice and just kind of his guidance and uh, perspective. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, what are some of the um, what's what's some of the things you're most excited about once you get to campus? Um, I'm excited that the the campus isn't huge. Right. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, that's not really something that I wanted. Just a, a huge school. Yeah. Um, so a thousand students at Oxford is uh, kind of what I wanted. Um, you know, it's big enough, but it's not. It's not huge. Right. Right. But um, won't be overwhelming. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just getting to know people. Uh, you know, Emory brings in so many people from different cultures and and other states, parts of the world. Um, you know, my roommate, he's from South Florida. Um, we have several other people on team, Michigan, Hawaii, California, New York, wow. people from all over. So just uh, getting to know everybody, uh, learning about their cultures and everything is going to be really fun. Okay. Something I'm looking forward to. So who's some like uh, professional athletes that you look up to, you follow? I like LeBron. Oh, my gosh. I was afraid to say that because I, I knew that kidding. I'd get a reaction like that. <laughs> Actually, I love LeBron. I mean, he's probably like one of the top ten players ever. The thing is, is people... I'm just going to say this. People with LeBron right now can't separate off the court and on the court LeBron. Like, 
So agree. He has he has some social stances. He has some things that he pushes. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't watch LeBron or support LeBron based on. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did create a school to help underprivileged yeah, kids. Absolutely. Um, could he be a little tougher? Well. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with maybe. Uh, yeah, probably. Like, dude, come on now. But as far as just basketball goes, like. I don't think you can deny. Oh, he's a genius! Oh my god, he's a basketball genius. There's no doubt about it. I saw I saw a quote the other day where I forget who who said this. It was an NFL guy, but said that if LeBron would have played football, he would have been the greatest wide receiver of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that just tells you the level of of pure athleticism. Yeah, you know, he's like, an elite specimen. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So. uh... Uh, being a high school athlete or former high school athlete, now you're going to be a college athlete. Right. There's a lot of pressure that goes along with that. You're going to a new school. As the pressure builds and you feel like, you know what, I need to um, get away from all of this. I need to quiet the noise, so to speak. Right. So what are some things that you do to just relax and get away from all the stuff that's going on in in life? I like to read, actually. Yeah. Uh, I you know I don't read all the time, but that is something that just kind of takes you away from everything yeah and i mean it, it helps your uh other skills you know just being yeah able to, being yeah. able to read you can teach yourself anything you can read so slows you down a little Absolutely. bit yeah awesome um let me pull this back up steven we about ready for a music break yeah man we can do that and we can come back and i'll play a little bit from his signing it's pretty cool yeah, put absolutely. together a little highlight reel for that so <laughs> yeah. we'll get to that right after this it's lecrae featuring yk osiris with set me free right here on the varsity radio show let me go let me go i've been going through so much i swear these people let my go i can't believe you nicknamed the fly chester chester you know that was my stepdad's name <laughs> no i didn't no i didn't yeah. no. chestnuts roasting on an open fire had a whole different meaning when i was a kid <laughs> that's as far as i'll go with that Where do you go to church out there? Do you go to church somewhere out there? I haven't yet. Not yet. I haven't haven't really found a place. I'm talking about in Grant. No, I I really haven't with with the you know the pandemic going on and everything. I've just mm-hmm. I've just been kind of sitting yeah, at home and yeah. not. Were y'all going somewhere before then or? N- no, we weren't. Okay. Hadn't really particularly curious. affiliated with with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. LeBron. Who else do you like? Uh, I like Damian Lillard. Oh man, he's awesome. I mean he he kind of just he's he's loyal to his loyal. to his team and mm-hmm. you know he's not uh, I don't know he he just he gets after it. Yeah, and he's kind of old school in that way. That, that loyalty, he's tough. And absolutely, and he doesn't run his mouth looking for you know uh, respect or anything. He just right. goes out there and plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I miss watching Clay Thompson. He's one of my absolutely. favorites. Absolutely. He can stroke it to watch, and um, yeah, I, I, I started with loving basketball in the '90s, so I'm a Jordan guy. Oh yeah, uh, but I, I'm not a, um, uh, a hater. I do actually love watching LeBron mm-hmm. and and the guys. I think the game actually is more entertaining today. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's more ball well, that's movement. A unique perspective. Yeah, it's it's more ball movement. Um, the players are more athletic mm-hmm. it's more skill mm-hmm. you know back then it was a lot of skill but it was a lot of muscle right. and a lot of 
fundamentals. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fundamentals today. It's just slower back then. Right. I love the up and down. Oh, yeah. It's just more fun to watch. But but the, yeah. uh, the um, what, what do you call it? The trump card is, uh, is nothing beats watching Jordan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For me. Now, I'm emotional about it, I guess. But <laughs> I just. All right. So how old are you, though? I'm 41. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you, I was, I love, I love Jordan. Like nothing will beat Jordan, but see, I wasn't, I wasn't coherent or, or conscious really yeah. of the early Jordan years. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like I remember the first retirement. I remember him mm-hmm. being in Birmingham. Like, like I remember my dad always saying, I can't believe we didn't go watch him play baseball. Yeah. You know, like it's an yeah. hour away. Um, but now I was very clued in to like those last three like the last three like i remember i can i can still in my mind see like the nbc uh nba playoff intro i can see bob costas like i can i can see i can see all that so i was very conscious of you know and when he when he retired i don't know if you i bet you remember this like how of how much of a hole there seemed to be oh yeah not just in basketball but like sports center and this was back Nick, let me. <laughs> you would wake up. You would wait, like especially in the summer. You mm-hmm. would wake up, and Sports Center was pre-recorded from the night before. Yeah, and it was the same thing from like seven to like eleven. Yeah, this replayed it. it replayed it, but yeah, you watched the same one. You would just like, yeah, you had every word and every highlight memorized. You know, and even <laughs> when he when he retired, man, like for good. Yeah, it was just like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. What do we do? Mm-hmm. What do we do? Same. It's not no, you know. Yeah, like, it was a void. There was a void there. When when Kobe retired, LeBron was already doing his thing. Mm-hmm. So like when Kobe when Kobe retired, there really wasn't as great as he was. There wasn't this huge drop. Like you had LeBron, you had some other stuff going on. Like, do you think it? You think it'll be a drop when LeBron? Like, do you feel like uh, there probably will be, but not as much. I don't think. Um, cause you got Steph and KD for a few more years and then you got Luka Doncic. I mean, he's, he's fantastic. Luka's the next, he's the next big thing. And so there's you think some, Luka is? Luka is the I next. Yeah, but so. you're a big, you're a big. So I feel like you're partial, you're partial to the, to the bigs. No, Luka's, Luka's the next big thing. When you're that big and you're that fleet of foot and you shoot that well, do you, are you, are you, do you like, do you like Kevin? You like KD? <sighs> I like the way he plays, and I—I I mean, he's just unstoppable. You can't play defense on him. No, he's too no. tall. He's too good a shooter. Too quick. Yeah, you can't—you can't defend him. But I, uh, he moves around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you like that loyalty? Absolutely. Yeah. So you probably like Dirk Nowitzki, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. You already mentioned those guys. Were By the always, way, we're always so loyal. Dirt shows up and beats LeBron, D Wade, and Bosh. And Kobe. Yeah, and put in, Kobe in the, in the previous yeah. round. Yeah. Yes. Like, we don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. A guy stays in one place for gosh, 16 years, 16, 17 years. Right. Uh, yeah. And t- wow. Here we go. I'm ready with this. Let's go.
really excited. Uh, you know, the whole the whole process. Uh, you know, just even when I went down for my visit, I, I was excited immediately, and even more excited today. I can't wait to get on campus and get to work. We're here to celebrate the signing of Nicholas Harden. Uh, he's a dual sport athlete, scholar athlete, uh, that's going to continue to play basketball and golf. All of the hard work I spent, you know, coming in the gym early and staying late, uh, going to AAU games, practices constantly, uh, you know, it's like a dream come true, it really is. Well, the first thing we look to see is whether or not they're coachable, uh, their attitude, their effort that they put forth uh, with their team. And then secondly, we look at their skill set. I'm not super athletic, you know, my game is not dunking on people and, you know, that's what you see on, on Instagram, but that's not all there is. Uh, you know, you got to work on the stuff that you're good at, fundamentals, getting shots up, uh, and that, that's always stuff you can improve on and you can do it. I'm not super athletic. Nick Harden, ladies and gentlemen, being... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we call that humble. I don't know if we if we're is that strategic? Is that what you want people to think? Like I feel like, you know, Tom Brady said that the other day, ninety percent of what comes out of his mouth is not real. You know, because everything to him is is he's trying to get a leg up and he's gonna right. do you know not athletic, but he's going he's going to play college ball. And so did I catch that? Are you gonna play golf at Emory too? Yes, sir. Oh. Okay, well we'll geek out on some golf in a minute because I'm I like golf, so so we'll talk Absolutely. about golf in a little bit. So, all right, let's talk about let's let's start this session off section with this is golf and basketball are not at all the same. Okay, right. we, we go from you know a very team oriented, physical, constantly moving, constantly moving yeah. to you know golf. We need we need some of that stuff not to move. You know, yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, like your head and you know but but how how have you taken something maybe from basketball and put it in golf or how have you taken something from golf and put it in your basketball game you know you miss a shot in basketball and you gotta you gotta think about the next play you hit a horrible you hit one fat a really bad or really thin and send it way across the green you gotta you just gotta go and you gotta hit it again <laughs> yeah yeah you just gotta get it out of the way and just next shot mentality i helped uh i have helped the last couple of years with Bowl's golf team and that that's something that i say like a kid will be in a match and people will be watching and they'll just hit the worst shot that you've right. ever seen and 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 they'll look up and i'll go Hey, the good news is, is you get to hit that again. Right. Like you got it. You, you get to walk. Right. For some, you know, maybe the three feet mm -hmm. that you just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, well, I mean, that is true. I mean, in basketball, like if, if you airball one, within a couple of minutes, like that's done. Like absolutely. because we're mm -hmm. there's other stuff going on. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, I can't worry about about the uh, about the airball. So that's good stuff. So you are? Would you say golf is a more mentally difficult sport more mentally toughness more mental toughness will be required or what do you think i think so a little bit yeah a little bit just because it's not so team oriented uh -huh. you have to be able to pick yourself up your teammates aren't gonna you know in basketball you can feed off other people's energy yeah um now you do have to have the mental toughness to get the crowd out of the game and stay locked in mm -hmm. and everything not you know the other team all that kind of stuff but uh 
certainly in golf, you, you have to rely on your your own thoughts to be able to pick yourself up and and hit a perfect shot. So how do you get locked in when you're playing basketball? And get get focused and get all the distractions out of the way. Um, before the game, listening to music. Okay, that's something. Um, and uh, that hasn't changed. Generation, you know, yeah. generation to generation, like it's always, it's always music. music. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I've never really had a a problem when you're out there on the court. I just don't hear anything besides. Hmm. What's going on? Yeah, it's weird. People, you know, people after the game be like, "Did you see this person in the crowd? Did you hear hear them chant this?" I'm like, "Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't hear that." What kind of music do you listen to before a game? Everything. 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 It, everything. So it'd be hard to name like one or two. There's just no such a variety. Yeah. There's there's too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you may have just answered it, but since you're uh, you you can lock it out, but. Aside from obviously, I think you would probably take DAR that atmosphere. Absolutely. Other than your home court, because everybody's going to go with the home court. What other place to play was just like? This is awesome. Like you know, just like. Um, I guess you got you got to make it there. But I like playing at JSU when we yeah. we only had one game there my sophomore year. We made it uh, in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. And uh, that was awesome. That was hmm. so much fun. Yeah, uh, the arena's huge. Division one, um, a lot of teams there. Absolutely. Like, yeah, and you got like like what you're saying. Not even just like your fans. We had a huge student section, so you got your fans, but then you've also got just other teams yeah. that are there, just watching. Yeah, because other people. I mean, the thing is with with JSU, there's a ton of people that just show up at JSU, absolutely. especially when we get to regionals, and they're just there all day. Right. You know, like their hmm. their team may not even be in it, but like they're there all day right. and they're just watching ball. Right. You know. That's a that's a that's what bas that's what basketball has to me. Like basketball will always have that, and I'm not saying over football because you can roll up to a gym and just watch game after game. Absolutely. When the playoffs start in football, like if you want to go see a big game, it's one place, it's two teams, right. and you're yeah. you're not watching. You know, you're not getting to see the other games right. that happened that right. week. It's um, the only thing that that in high school, like it is cool to go to Bryant Denny or to Jordan Hare and to watch, you know, the state championship games, all seven of them. That that is right. that is cool. So, um, if you had to pick one, mm-hmm. if I had to say you, you you have to pick golf or basketball, and you get you have to do it the rest of your life, you can't you can't pick up a club, or you can't pick up a ball. Which one are you taking? Basketball. Okay. Not even. Not even a. Not even not, a hesitation. Not a, didn't even hesitate. No, he just straight up said, "I'm hooping." <laughs> Tell us about your new coach. His name's Coach uh, Rodney. Is that right? Uh, Roderick Stubbs. Roderick Stubbs. Yeah, he awesome seems very dude. professional. He and is. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he uh, played basketball at um, another place in Morehouse College. Morehouse. Okay. In yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I think D two maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it was at the at the time that he was there, but um, yeah, he's he's a great guy, really tall. Is he really? <laughs> he is. Yeah, it's hard about, to tell from the. So is he taller than you? Yes, sir. He's probably about six 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 seven. Wow. What are you six five? About six four. Very good. Um, uh, do you have like a, a a diet that you go by as a as an athlete? I noticed on here that one of the things that you're good at is chocolate eating chocolate. an incredible yeah. amount of chocolate chip <laughs> cookies. You're getting older. That's gonna catch up with you. <laughs> You know, I used I to be as skinny as you about 15 years ago. <laughs> you know, Robert's done a good job, but uh, yeah, diet. Um, 
Hey, yeah, I got the, him on the that chocolate one. chip cookies. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, yeah. he's like uh, my junk weakness. Food. Junk food. I mean, candy is, I mean, a gift from heaven. So I mean, I, I don't know what. You know what doesn't make any sense? How all the stuff that's bad for you just tastes so good. Oh my gosh! And the t- the stuff that's like it's actually good for you. Also, it's just if kinda, you'll pay attention to prices, I mean, you can go to McDonald's and get like five cheeseburgers for the cost of a salad. You know, like at Wendy's, yeah. the salad's like eight bucks. You know, mm-hmm. but I can get I can get a baconator and fries and a coke for like four. You yeah, know, that's cheaper, tastes better. Oh yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit of off off the court. Like, what's your, what's your favorite thing to do away from, you know? golf school basketball like what do you what do you like to do what does nick just like to do um well if i'm not playing sports i i like to watch them a lot uh the nba playoffs going on right now but outside of sports completely um i'm a musician i've been playing the piano for since i was four years old so it's been a while since i've had math (laughs) it's been it's been a while but uh no i I love to do that because it's it's different and i love music and uh, you know, it really gets your mind engaged with something. You got to be locked in when you're practicing. The same way with sports, you know, you right. got to be locked in, and so you can't be thinking about anything else. Right. Um, just making music. Awesome, awesome. So English and psychology. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorites. Wow. I'm just good at English, better than I am like at math. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Math so, is just so like when you when you scroll su- through social media, are you like checking grammatical stuff like that commas out of place? Like, is it that kind of you're good at English? <laughs> I, <or? laughs> I uh, yeah, <laughs> like a lot of times I'll he's kind of notice stuff. it. Your yeah. your, you know that, that gets on my nerves. <laughs> that gets on my nerves. <laughs> no, you are mm-hmm. that, that. You gotta yeah. have the apostrophe. Okay, in the e. Yeah. So it says here that you don't know how to wash clothes yet. No. Have, you, have you learned? Has anybody Ooh. taught you? Not yet. Mm. I'm I'm putting it off. And here's the deal. Here's the deal. Parents are just like, let him get down there. Yeah. Let, let him get there. Yeah. Let him figure that out. Here's the deal. Let me let me give you some advice. Okay. Um. When I got to college, um, I was a history major, education, um, and through some mutual friends, I mean, um, I ended up meeting this group, and um, I was dating who would become my future wife so let's right. not go here with it but they were it was three girls and they all lived together so the deal was i would come over with my laundry right and i would trade them they would literally do my laundry and i would cook dinner so like i would either go to the store and pick up a few things or they would have some stuff and they'd be like hey what are you making and i'm like well what do you got and they would be like and i'm like i'm bringing laundry and they're like we got we take care of it and so literally I, I would cook dinner and they would eat and the deal was like they would do yeah. laundry. And it's so, like a trade so, barter. So, yeah. so, like, I, I get you. Like, even now, like, my wife, if she, like, if she's watching, like, I need to do better in that area to, like, help <laughs> support her. Um, Wait, you know, with cook? two kids. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, but it's like, I'll cook. Like, I still do that. Like, yeah, I'll, really? but I, I'll cook. Like, yeah. If you take, yeah. That's so, like, time. So, so, like, understand what you're good at and, you know, offset right. that with Gotta something. Make a trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's there you a go. Great idea, actually. His mom right now was like, "No, he needs to learn how to do laundry." <laughs> like, you know, like. What about? I love this answer. Who inspires you? You, you put your dad. Um, so talk about his influence in your life, and in what ways he in, has inspired you. You know, he he's a hard worker. He does everything, and he doesn't ask for anything in return. Mm-hmm. Um, and he treats everybody with respect. Uh, you know, my grandmother used to say. Uh, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Mm. Oh, and so, good. 
you know, that's something that he lives by, and it's something I try to live by every day. Um, you know, thinking about other people mm-hmm. and uh, carrying myself with dignity, and honor, um, and uh, you know, respecting other people. Well, it comes across. Yeah, I mean, that's something. So. I mean, just sitting here talking, like, you know, you could play basketball for four more years or forty more years, but what you just said that's going to go past the golf that's going to go past the basketball that's going to be it's going to be job that's going to be family that's going to be you know your kids that's stuff that you pass down that's and that's the stuff that's most important because that's the stuff that doesn't die you know like that's the stuff that keeps going you know nobody um i'm 33 so how i treat people nobody's nobody's really going to remember the the playing days is it's the, yeah, how exactly. how I made people exactly. feel, you know, in that process, you uh-huh. know, and I've messed that up some, and you know, and then you become an adult and you realize that's the that's the, so it's good to hear somebody going yeah. off to college and having that Absolutely. that mindset. So that's awesome. Hey, I'm Raleigh Stone, and I'm Fernando Franco. We, we are, are the Douglas Eagles, Eagles and, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the Varsity, Varsity Radio, Radio Show. Show. What do we, we want to do? One more radio spot with sure, Nick. Yeah, I did, I just didn't know how. Usually, Seth is like, he knows exactly when to. Uh, yeah. Usually at four, we're hitting freestyle. But man, this interview is going really good. Okay, let's keep it going. That's what. Yeah, that's if what I time, do. I'm no, done. I, I don't have okay. anything to do. Okay, yeah. we'll just we'll just hang out. Yeah. Um, we'll talk. All right. So so who's gonna win the finals? I want it to be the Suns and the Hawks. You want it to be Suns and Hawks. I got news for you. The Hawks probably ain't gonna make it. I know. I know. I figured that out. Uh, I guess Trey Trey ain't Trey ain't playing. Trey ain't playing. Well, he's, well, he's doubtful. Tonight. He's doubtful. I saw where he was doubtful. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, if yeah, he if he don't go, that'll do it. <laughs> and if they get up three one, so we'll so here tonight, don't they? So I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's alternate. Yeah. It's alternate. All right. So who do you do you think the Clippers at least force Game Seven? Because they won last night, and now it's just three two. No. And they're going home for Game. They're six. going home. I'm just saying, like that, Talu. Talu, that's what Talu does. He does. Like he, that's crazy. He, he's ten. I think I saw today. He's ten and two facing elimination. Yeah, like it's the highest wow. win percentage in in NBA history. I think. Well, you think about he was the coach of the Cavaliers when they were down three one in the finals. Yeah. And so this is like nothing the, to him. All right, <laughs> like I'm not. I'm not even going to make the argument of LeBron and Jordan. I'm. I'm not going to make that. But LeBron being down three one. To the Warriors, not just not just anybody like mm-hmm. that Warriors team, oh, yeah, yeah. and them coming back and winning it. I don't know if anybody will ever it's ever very do impressive. That. Of course, people would say, "Well, Jordan would never get down three one." Like he, I get that. Like I, that's a valid argument. I understand yeah. that. But I'm just saying. Like, and what was funny is that was the year uh, we had had my first child um, in April. Mm-hmm. So we have him. You know, that's when the playoffs start. Okay. And so, uh, you know, he's got to eat like two or three times a night. And yeah. Of course, Sports Center is what is on the TV. And what's funny is that summer, all that summer, my wife was like, gl- she not really a sports person, kind of a sports person. I told her one night, one day, I was just like, "You have never been more attractive." Because she was like, "Did you, <laughs> did you know that Steph is forty eight percent from three, and LeBron, LeBron is leading uh, the Cavs in every offensive category?" And I'm like. 
<laughs> one day I was like, how do you know? I'm like, well, but she's like, because I'm up feeding Gavin. Like, and that's like either the replay of the game would be yeah. on or it was Sports Center talking right. about the finals. <laughs> and so like that whole summer, like she was just glued into oh, everything yeah. sports related. And um, God, we got to get that back. Got to figure out how to get her back. Yeah, one that. day uh, I came home. My wife has no interest in any. Usually, sport. usually that's how Mallory. Yeah, is. yeah. One day I come home, and she starts talking about these professional basketball players, like kind of like little details that only a a real sports fan yeah. would know. And I'm talking to her in the middle of it. I'm like, "How do you even know all this? Where's this coming from?" And as a joke. She got on Stephen A. Smith's Instagram and listened to what he said right. and just repeated it to me. Wow. <laughs> well, you should be able to debate her back then. I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I will say this. Last night we sat down for a nutritious um, family dinner of Secura. And, um, you know, it was like we were back from camp and I just was like, I looked at Mallory and I was like, we're just going to have to pick something up. Like, I can't, I can't deal. So... I knew the game was coming on like later, and so I was like, you know, my son's five now, so he's he's starting to slowly but surely, you know, take interest. He did t-ball last year, so he's kind of getting into ball. And um, they had it was Sports Center with Stephen A. Smith and Kendrick Perkins and Michael Wilbon before the finals. <laughs> and in about five minutes, I went. I can't do it. Like I can't do it. Like they're like de- it's it's like their morning show. Like they're Absolutely. they're debating every and I'm like I just want to know like the preview for the game. Like I don't I don't yeah. want to know like everybody yelling and screaming at each other about right. if it's a big deal if somebody plays or doesn't play. Like mm-hmm. Gavin even Gavin goes, "Dad, why are they screaming?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I don't son, I don't know, but we're going to put on the golf channel and we're just going <laughs> to that's gonna relax us a little bit. Yeah, the, and you know the accent, the commentary with that really <laughs> strong accent. Yeah. yeah, we watched the 1998 uh, Women's U.S. Open highlights. That's what we watched last night for dinner. You know, so yeah, debate. Uh, it's just taken over television, sports, oh, politics, news. It's, it's like a debate is entertaining. I know that's why they do it, but it's like overkill at this point. It's. The OG is is Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser. Yeah, like, or, yeah. You know, you know that. Pardon the interruption. Like it, it's just two guys, so it's not too noisy. They can get a little carried away, but for the like a, a lot of those topics, they talk about. Let's come back in ten. All right, cool. They they agree, so you know. And we're back on eighty eight five JFM, the Varsity Radio Show. And we're just hanging out with Nick, and usually this is kind of the part where. We're kind of closing down the athlete interview, but you know we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going. All right, we're gonna. He said he doesn't have anything to do. He doesn't have free throws to go shoot, or you know he doesn't have to be in the gym. He's not looking for cookies or anything like that. So we're just gonna keep hanging out. We're gonna get to know Nick a little bit better. So Nick, let's talk about the golf part now. We let's talked about basketball. Let's talk about it. Um, what's your favorite golf course in the area? To be honest, I haven't played a whole lot. Most most of them. Or just at, at Goose Pond because that's where we practice. Okay. Okay. Uh, the lake course. Okay. I have played the plantation course, but I like the okay. lake course better. All right. So, so like, were you on DARs? You were on Go Golf yes, Team. Sir. So, like, what other places did you guys play? Oh, we played uh, at the state park for the county tournament. Okay. Um, we had one scheduled um, 
somewhere in Albertville, I think. At the country club? No, it wasn't the country club. Like Big Bear or something like that. Maybe. I don't know Big Bear. I don't remember. No. I don't, I don't know if that's the name okay. for it or not, okay. but uh, I did play that one. Me and uh, one of my buddies went because um, we knew we were going to play it like the next okay. day or whatever. So we was like, we're going to go okay. scout a little bit. You yeah. Know? Um, but it got rained out, so we never really got um, to. So what is the best round that you've ever, ever shot? Best 18-hole score. Well, we only play nine when we play, okay. except for the... Um, county was 18. County was 18. because yeah, I was at County. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh gosh, on nine, I got somewhere in, in the low 40s one time, I think. That's not somewhere, bad. Something like a... That's not bad. 41, 42? No, it's probably more like a 45. Okay. It's not bad. 46. It's not bad. That's so. good stuff. The thing is about golf... It's really hard. Golf is so hard. <laughs> like, people are like, yeah, I'll just, you know, and people who do it, like me and my, my buddy, my buddy is, is a scratch. Like, he oh, was boy. a scratch golfer. Wow. So, like, he was, you know, on the golf team, tried to walk on at Alabama. Like, that didn't work out. He kind of wishes now maybe he would have went somewhere smaller. But, you know, the thing is, is if you look at, like, the Corn Ferry Tour, which is the tour underneath the PGA Tour, like, if you take any of those guys who can't even, they they can't even make it to the PGA Tour yet. Right. But if you take any of those Corn Ferry guys and you bring them out here to your local course and put them on the very back tees, like, course record is in danger. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking low 60s. Hmm. And it's just, it's unbelievable how hard golf is. And then when you come across somebody who's actually good, like, like that has a job and has a family, and they're like... I shot a shot a sixty seven yesterday. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Like right. not your just regular, you know, right. guy like me who's hacking it around on the weekend sometimes, <laughs> you know? Like So yeah, we're heard, go ahead. Go I ahead, was Rob. gonna say I've heard uh, golf is I mean, I don't play, so but I've heard it is incredibly challenging. It makes you wonder why um people even play it. It's like <laughs> it just seems like at least leads to frustration. He's like, I, I don't even want to so, do it. Like <laughs> So then I heard a uh, comedian. He said, "Well, it's not that they enjoy the game; they just like the fact that they're out of the house." And they said, um, "You know what golf actually stands for? Get out, leave family." So. <laughs> oh, so now he's he's calling into question my my. Uh, it's not a personal attack. <laughs> I feel so attacked. I mean, the thing is, is, is like, all right, here's how I got into golf. It's so I was the guy in high school and in middle school, like even like. Uh, for instance, the guy I talked about, Jacob, he's been my, my best friend since sixth grade. And he he lived at the course, played golf, loved golf, always was talking about Tiger Woods. And I was like, dude, nobody cares. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking about, like, I want to talk about Alabama football. I want to talk about the mm-hmm. NFL, NBA. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk. Golf's stupid. Like, <laughs> I said that. Like, golf is dumb. So, you know, you graduate, or you, you your senior year, and I football was the last sport I played. And when football was over, that's it. Right. You don't have anything. And so it was like, what am I going to do? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have anything. Like, that's it. Right. This, And right. so it was like, I'll never forget. Like, we were out one day, and I go, I just told Jake, I was like, I don't, like, I don't know. I understand my fo- I was not good enough to continue my football career. I mm-hmm. get that. But now mm-hmm. I don't, like, I mean, is it pickup basketball? Like, is it the men's league basketball? Like, what right. is it? Like, yeah. And he goes, I can teach you to play golf. <laughs> yeah. and you can do that forever. And I'm like, bro, I don't know if you can do that. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. Like, let me teach you. Let me, let me, like, be your coach. 
I was like, I don't have clubs. He's like, it's fine. Like, we'll go fine. You so, like, literally, we, we literally round up, like, some old, an old bag, some right. old irons. So my buddy ripped me off. You know, later I realized he ripped me off, charging me, like, for $100 for, like, this beat-up driver. You know, like, totally just shammed me. I didn't have a yeah. clue. I'm like, sure, $100. That looks good. Yeah. Um, Sounds about right. And that was, uh, that was when I started to learn to play. And it's just like, now that's... Yes, I get to get out of my house sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, I mostly uh, said all that to set up that joke, but uh, <laughs> it does uh, it does seem intriguing. Like I do love going to Top Golf, and something about striking the ball is yeah, it's, it's uh, it, well, can, it's, it can get to you. I think you know you played you you're you're going to play. It's like I guess the best way to describe it is like when I show up, it's it's not so much if I'm in a foursome. It's not so much I'm playing them. Like I'm playing me. And I'm playing like if we go if we go to a hard course like, can you play well, at a hard course like right. can you can you so it's like as a 33 year old guy that's mm-hmm. never gonna do anything, you know I'm not not going to college not going right. pro like can you can you shoot your best round today like right. can you do it right can you do right. it like it's a challenge and then usually by hole four or five that's not gonna happen <laughs> so it's like let's just let, you yeah, know, wanna hang fun. out yeah. hey turn the music on you know yeah. like, let's get the music going like you know. Oh, that's hilarious. So, but other than golf, like, like, and music, what do you do? Well, like I said, I I like to read, but that's so. Not what's your like favorite a, book? Books. Uh, author. Uh, author Cormac McCarthy. See, I'm like, do you know that? I have no know? idea. Okay, who okay, that okay, is. okay. So, what? <laughs> what's this guy? What's he? What's he write? Um, you ever seen the movie No Country for Old Men? Yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Now, see, now you, now you've got my. Have you ever seen No Country? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good that's, one. Probably can't talk about that one on that air. But, um, <laughs> we shouldn't plug that one. I did um, notice your favorite movie is Hell or High Water. What? <laughs> what is that? I've never even heard of that. Um, it's also like a kind of a western. Um, okay. It's about these two uh, kind of western, not not completely. Um, but it's these two brothers, and one of them is is having some trouble. Um, his farm's about to get foreclosed mm-hmm. and he uh he needs money to take care of his family and so he's got this other brother he's kind of reckless and well, he's got the sketchy brother mm-hmm. yeah he's and got the sketchy guy yeah they, uh, they start robbing banks and oh it's just about and you know they're on the run from the police and everything and it's just about you know the bond that they have hmm. uh, the wow. you know the core family values all right so we, we've pulled carmack up so have you read a bunch of carmack mccarthy books or like all country for no men like the road. The road's my favorite. The road is your mm-hmm. favorite. Is that the one? Road. Is that one about no country for old men, or is the one? Is it specifically labeled no country for old no men? country for old men? Okay, okay. Two thousand five. Um, mm-hmm. um, the road's my favorite. Uh, I did all the pretty horses. That one. Oh, so he's pretty well good. Read. Um, so and I got, tried reading Blood Meridian. An athlete. Just, that one was tough. And a scholar. And a scholar. Like, wow. what do we got here? Literally. It's all right. Like, so. His so, bedroom smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you've seen the movie and you've read the book. Is there a lot of differences, or did the movie do a good job portraying the book? It it was similar. A lot of the same. A lot of the same stuff. Okay. But it was it wasn't identical. But uh, the movie was really good. Okay. Also, like just it was different, but it wasn't like so different that it was like bad. Right. It was it was still really okay. a really good movie. Okay. Um, now the road, the movie for that one, doesn't doesn't 
Oh, so there's a movie with that mm-hmm. one too? Is that there? one doesn't. That, now, that's not as popular as No Country for Old Men. I was going to say, I've never heard of The Road. But, uh, no, so what's The Road about? Um, it's like a post-apocalyptic. Oh, um, okay. You don't really know. We go western to post-apocalyptic. You don't wow. really know what what happened to the world, but it, it just you're just kind of there, and you gotta you got to <laughs> wonder about it. <laughs> just got to make do. Exactly. you okay. got to kind of figure out. I guess as the reader, you just kind of got to figure out what you think happened. And it's about this uh, this man and his son are traveling the road and the dangers hmm. of a post-apocalyptic world. And once again, you got the, you got the core family values and everything. Yeah, so that seems to be a theme in a lot of his books. Those two, well, yeah. well, not No Country, that um, the. Uh, the the hell or high water that that one is, but that that's not something that he wrote. Um, but the road for sure. Um, all the pretty horses is more individual based. So is is Child of God? Is that a Christian book? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's looking like. Uh, I, I have you read that one? I have not. Uh, but okay. I, I think I might know. Oh, okay. What, what what it's about? Oh, maybe no. it's like. So no, definitely no. Survive the about elements. Okay, got it. Cool. Well, well, how about um, now that you've graduated? Um, uh, what what if you could go back to your seventh grade self, or if maybe you had a little brother or sister that going into seventh grade? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I want I'm gonna you're gonna give that person some advice. What would you? What would you start with? Um, so I, I do have three younger brothers. Okay. So two of them are going to be seniors this year, but one of them is going to be a sophomore. He's kind of new into the everything, so yeah, uh, for sure. But um, advice that I would give him um, is the same advice I give myself: just be confident. Be confident. Be confident. Don't don't worry about mm. everything. Mm. Don't worry about like sports. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, like. No, I get what you're saying. People, yeah. You know, you're not shooting the ball well. Or you, you're not doing this. You know, you mm-hmm. just got to do what, what you can do. Um, play the way you can play, and then also, you know, I feel like in high school there there's so much the stigma like you gotta you gotta figure out what you're gonna do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. By the time you're 18, you need to you need to know. Yeah, I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna have this many kids, and um, I'm gonna do this for a living. And I, I'm not even completely sure what I want to major in yet. I'm I'm narrowed it down, but um, don't worry about that kind of stuff. Right. Don't you don't have to figure it out. Yeah, live in the moment. Exactly. Live in the moment. Yep, I like it. So so you and three brothers. So how does that go? Like, are we all a tight, tight knit? Absolutely, unit? Oh, yeah. Like, but is there still like? I mean, I mean, you punch them, right? Like, no. So, oh, no, I've, never, <laughs> I've, never, I've never punched one of my brothers. <laughs> oh, never. so like very. Oh, wow. Never. So not a lot of arguing. Well, there is disagreements. Okay. okay. I mean, I mean, okay. we're a family. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. We're a family of brothers. Okay. So, but th- I mean, that is Certainly. awesome. That. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, right? yeah so do tight. they all play basketball? They do. They do. So like, is that pickup game pretty intense? Like. Sometimes okay. it gets, it gets okay. intense. Does dad then jump in and play like? Well, and then mom like so we got even teams like dad. Dad's big on the free throws. Okay. So whenever we got we got a anytime we're out there on the court or whatever, it's like, can you beat me in a free throw competition? Yeah, smart man. How, mm-hmm. how old is yeah. your dad? He's fifty three. Fifty three. So this is when you, I've noticed in my own life, mm-hmm. you get like around forty and you turn into old man game. <laughs> Where it's like, I hope he doesn't. I, no, bro, I'm 33 and I'm in the same boat. Like, like kids are like, hey, you want to? And I'm like, no, probably like not. Like at camp, I was playing with these students basketball. 
Like, I'm not the fastest by no means. Yeah. Can't jump the highest. Right. But I got little tricks, <laughs> and, uh, and you cannot leave me open. I will make I'll, I'll, a mid-range I'm, I'm knocking shot. it down. Yeah. I'm knocking it yeah. down. Yeah. And so, and I just bully ball, oh, yeah. especially against middle school boys. Oh, yeah. Just. <laughs> That's where I, that's really, you know, at 33, that's really where I excel the middle <laughs> yeah. school boys, like, just, I dunk all over them, like. Well, know. they need some humility. Yeah, that's right. yeah, that's so. very, that's <laughs> very, very true, but it's like, it's like, I'm self-aware, like, I look at some grown men, and I'm like, can you really do that? It's like, right. hey, Derek, you want to go play, whatever, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, <laughs> no. like, mm, that sounds like too much running, like, I'm out, like, I can't do that anymore, so. Yeah. Somebody today told me, said, hey, you need to get in next year on the Admiral uh, Flag flag Football oh, League. Gosh. And I went, no. <laughs> no, sir. Hey, while we're talking, let's talk about this. Charburger, Monday through Saturday, 530 to 7. You could show up and have all three meals. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, that is possible. Home of the fi- famous Char Grilled Wildcat Burger. 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. We also got B&B video games. You know, I heard um, actually some of those old video games were on the television show. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Um, So you can actually go there and play some old school video games, rent out the whole venue. And then we got Boaz 9 Cinema as well. Semicircle Movie Theater, F9, just came out. Gotta go see that sometime. I mean, come on. It's like the 25th Fast and Furious movie? <laughs> Not 87. Vin Not Diesel 87. is back. Anyway, they, they got that going on there. So you got a chance to win some of those tickets coming up here after the break. About to play trivia. Nick, it's been a blast having you in the studio. It's been a blast to be here. Yeah, you want to stick around and do some trivia with us? Absolutely. Very good. All right, let's get back to the music. We'll come back with some freestyle and have a little more fun. Here is Need to Breathe with Drew and Ellie Holcomb and Survival right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Got the devil on my throat. Got blood on my hand. You like that song, Derek? That's a good one. Need, That's a you good can't one. you can't hardly go wrong with Need to Breathe. I know. Have you heard Child of Love? Yes. It's him with uh, another group. Yes. All together. Good stuff. I like the Holcombs. Yeah. You know, uh and Ellie, I like them. You know, Bethel Music's gonna be in Albertville. Are they? Uh, August twenty uh August twenty ninth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Chris Tomlin. Yeah, Chris Tomlin, and, Bethel, uh, and... Uh, Jerry Job and Cody yeah. Carnes. When is that? The 29th. That's August 29th. In, uh, at where? At Aberville, at the amphitheater. Oh, yep. at the amphitheater. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I had to start promoting it, actually. I just got the deal today. So. TLC? Yeah. Two. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so... so we're going to play trivia? Yeah, let's... All uh, right, let's... You want to go ahead and do the uh, Facebook question? Uh, we can, yeah. All right. You want to go ahead and ask them? Do you have it up? I, I do. I got it. it. I got it. Okay, go yeah, ahead and ask right. Facebook. Facebook. And this is for, what is this for? This is for um, All Day Five Pass to B&B Video oh, Games. Oh, All Day Pass for five folks to B&B Video Games. Here's the question. What is the color of an emerald? So if you're on Facebook right now and you're watching, just type in, what color? I almost told you what to type in. Um, but if you're watching, what color is the color of an emerald? Comment, win, go play video games. That's how that works. Like, it's that easy. Um, That's a good deal. I mean, you can't beat that. No, you can't beat that. Um, that place is pretty busy. I passed by there on Saturday, and it was covered up. 
they got the huge arcade in the back. They got all the video game rental stuff and, mm -hmm. and uh, stuff you can buy up front, but pretty cool. So you can rent? You know, I, they've got the... I'm not sure if... Maybe you can. I got to check with them and Bro, see. Bro, like, because, because if we could do an old, video games? an old NCAA football <laughs> tournament. I bet he could hook that up. Oh, that would be magic. Yeah. You know that game's coming back? Really? You play a lot of video games? I don't. What game is it? NCAA football. College oh, football. Really? Coming, coming back. back. What, two years? I think I think they announced like two years, maybe. I know that the last one, it was 2014, wasn't it? Was it? The last one. And you know how much it is, by the way? It's still like 60 bucks. It's still the same price really? as it was. Yeah. Because yeah. I have it. Yeah. yeah. Except it's for like Xbox 360. Yeah. You got to have a 360. Oh, yeah. Yep. But it'll probably yep. be on all College, the But they're bringing it back because um, now all of those laws... All of those laws that were put in place to like prevent uh, athletes from being—I mean, this affects you. I mean, you could be compensated. Right. Um, 2023. So, yep, 2023 yeah. is when the video games coming back. I love so. who it's by there. EA Sports. It's like I call. Oh, oh yes. it's in the game, that dude. You can do that voice so good. Oh, yeah, was, it used to be the really first <laughs> thing you would—you would put it in. You yeah. would put it in, and then that was the first thing, like EA yep. Sports. I think he's actually on TikTok. The guy you who, showed us the video yeah, of that, yeah. yeah. He's on there. We did, we did yeah. that, yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's it's this kid standing next to this random guy, and this kid <laughs> oh, goes, "EA Sports, it's in the game," <laughs> you know. And that guy was like, "That's pretty good." And then he goes, and you're like, "Yeah." All your childhood memories just come flooding back, like. <laughs> good stuff. All right, you guys ready for freestyle? Let's go. Let's get it after. I can play one more song and we'll hit freestyle. All right. Okay. Yep. Where's the restaurant? A right and then a left. It's in there in the dark. So it's a little kitchen right yeah. inside the kitchen. It's like closet size. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, did we get an answer on the what color is an emerald? Uh, yes. Yeah, is, is anybody answered on Facebook? Let me check and see. It's very I don't limited. Know if I'm right. Very limited over there. Yeah. Right now, so no, no answers yet. No answers yet. See, like we're talking about being old and doing athletic things like church league softballs as far as I go. It's as far as I go. That's as much as as I will do. A little girl, she just got done with uh, soccer camp. She had it for four days over the past two weeks. Hey, oh. Really a lot of fun. She got uh, super sweaty, of course. It was really hot out there. It got rained out on a Monday night, so they made that up last night. And uh, it was really good. She's done very well with it, but we don't know what she's going to do in the fall. Is she going to do soccer or mm -hmm. upward basketball? I don't know. Yeah, so we we had that conversation because uh, Albertville's doing fall sports, and so my five-year-old could technically, I think, do soccer or t-ball again. Like yeah. he, he did t-ball. This past spring was his first year to do t-ball, uh, mm -hmm. and that was fantastic. Uh, I loved it because we don't keep score. We're just picking noses, you know, right. laying down on the outfield, like just running around. It's fantastic. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> um, well, there was there was one granddad on my team that was, you know, taking a little too serious. But, hey, that's okay. Pretty competitive. Uh, um, yeah, I'm like. Um, you, you are, there's like, always that one guy. Yeah, you know, like the scoreboard's not on, sir. You know, like, <laughs> come on now. Um, They're not keeping score. <laughs> I, and what's funny is I kind of thought I would be that guy since I used to coach and I used to play. Like, I'm keeping score. And actually what's hilarious about kids' t-ball now is everybody bats. Mm -hmm. All right, so we, everybody bats twice. Right. Um, so what's a great way to keep score in t-ball is to count how many legitimate outs you get. 
So if a kid hits it to the pitcher and the pitcher either tags him or throws it to first, it's so, so it was like funny. It's like I looked at I looked at my wife one and I was like, it's five to two. She goes, what are you talking? Are you counting runs? I'm like, we have five outs. They only have two. You know because and they did they did a good job. If you were legitimately out, mm-hmm. even though it really didn't count, they'd send you back to the dugout, right. which I fully support. Like right. you got out, go sit down. Like right. just go sit down. Right. Uh, so. It was it was fun. We had a lot of fun, a lot a lot of fun. It's time for the varsity freestyle, ladies and gentlemen. That music. It's time for freestyle. It's your time to win some movie passes. All right, so I'm gonna read a question. Steven's gonna give you the phone number, mm-hmm. and you call in and you answer that question and two more. And look, we always help you, or they're really easy. So, if you call, chances are you're going to win some tickets. Here's our question. If you freeze water, what do you get? If you freeze water, what do you get? Stephen, give them that number. That number is 256-505-0885. Be the first person to call through. You get on the phone, you talk with us, you're pretty well guaranteed you're going to win these movie passes. 256-505-0885. Wait on your call right now. Really easy. When you freeze water, what do you get? You're Stephen Stanley in the meantime with No Hopeless Soul right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Do you feel paralyzed by the things you try to Your daughter caught a turtle. Yes, she did. You saw that? I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. She's pretty excited about that, too. You keeping it? No, she didn't catch. She oh, just okay. helped it cross the street. Oh, okay. Cross yeah. the road. Yeah, we we yeah, kept a turtle. That? One time, and those things stink. Oh, I remember going to uh, those things are awesome. it was Gunnersville Dam when I was a kid. We went out there fishing, and I found a turtle. and I was like, Mom, can I keep it? Because even back then, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles were huge, <laughs> and so my turtle was Raphael, he was my favorite one. Man. That was my favorite, too. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I like Michelangelo. Michelangelo, yeah, yeah. Can you name the other two? Yeah, Raphael Donatello, uh huh, Michelangelo, and Leonardo. Leonardo. Oh, That's did it. somebody say Raphael? Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Sorry, it's all good. I'm fading. No, <laughs> who was their who was their teacher? Uh, Splinter. <laughs> good job. Who was the nemesis? The person. See, I can't remember that. Can't remember. Oh, come on. Mm. The guy who was always after him with bebop and rocksteady by his side. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. I can't remember. I remember he's got a thing over his face. Yeah, it's got yeah, a mask. Kind of yeah, reminds yeah. you of uh, Mortal Kombat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or uh, maybe it was from the future. It was during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, he was a, he was a COVID. He was a COVID <laughs> guy. COVID nemesis. Yeah. What was his name? Oh, Shredder. 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 Shredder? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I do now. Yeah. There was another guy though, and I can't remember his name. He was the brain that was inside the body. Like the body had this cartridge where you're talking about Men in Black. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, the guy, it had like this. This little chamber where the brain stayed and it controlled the rest of the guy. I can't remember his name. That thing was creepy looking. It's beyond me now. That's all I remember. Brain villain. Let's see what his name was. Krang. That's who it was. Krang. Do you remember uh, this guy? Oh yep. my goodness. I do now. <laughs> I just needed to be reminded. That, that is yeah. creepy. And if you can't see... Oh, they even brought him back in the live action movies. Well, like, it wasn't live action. It was, it was computer generated. But anyway, I'm going to throw this up on Facebook Live so people can see what we're talking about. But that's Krang. Yeah. It's kind of an amazing idea 
just mm-hmm. the whole idea behind the show. Like, could you imagine somebody walking in and going, "I've got an idea." Yeah. So there's this rat. I've had this. I've had this <laughs> thought about a lot of things. You know, like at what point did somebody go, "Hey, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. No one has called." Remember, we're just looking for if you freeze water, what do you get? Mm-hmm. But are we going to hang out? Are we we can gonna... hang out for a second. Well, let's give them the phone number one more time. 256-505-0885. Answer that question. And uh, we'll give you two more questions. And we'll help you with the answers on those. If you, you want some movie tickets, just call us up. 256-505-0885. Wait on your call right now. In the meantime, we're having this discussion behind the scenes over on Facebook Live. Uh, remembering back, because you see Derek saw this picture of my little girl who was holding a turtle. She helped the turtle across the road. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty magical. Brought back memories of my childhood in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We got somebody on the phone. Who are we talking with? Mike. All right. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm good. Good. All right. Here's your question. After this, I'll give you two more. First question. If you freeze water, what do you get? Ice. Ice, ice, baby. That is correct. All right. Number two. What colors are the stars on the American flag since July 4th is coming up this weekend? What color are the stars on the American flag? Yes. They're white. That is correct. Last one. Where does the President of the United States live while in office? White House. The White House. Very good. All three are correct. You've grabbed yourself some movie tickets. I'll let you talk to Stephen. And yep. get that situated. Just hang on the line. I'll be right back to get your address so I can get that mail to you, okay? Oh, man, that, that was too simple. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we make it easy. That way we know you'll win. And you're always going to win anyway because we help along with the answers. So stay on the line. I'll get your address, okay? Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, it's going to wrap it up. Hey, we've enjoyed it, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for Nick for coming in. Thank you guys Wish for him the me. best of luck. When he heads off to Emory, for Robert for filling in. Enjoyed it. Seth, enjoy that 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 body axe spray, buddy. That axe body spray while you're at camp, man. See you guys next week. <laughs>